0: Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime podcast. We are on episode 313 and it is Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co host and social media chair, Carl Bird.
1: What's happening, everybody?
0: That's right. And joining us live in the Codex Prime studios, AKA my apartment. Uh- <laughs> Please welcome. uh, uh, He is the host of Let's Chat with Chris Revel. Uh, Please welcome Mr. Chris Revel and Nate
2: Peavy.
3: Bonjour, hello. Oh, thanks for having us, uh, having us, and having me back. Always a pleasure to see see you, gentlemen.
2: Yeah, and it's a pleasure to be on here for the first time.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Nate and uh, Chris. Like, it's been a while. It's been like pre-pandemic yeah. since you were last. Yeah, year.
1: the last time he was on the show was Codex Three Hundred.
3: Yeah, that, that was in Pawtucket, which yeah. was does, but yeah, we did one pre-pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like the last in-person interview I did was with Carl at the Watcher Studio. It was like January of twenty no, twenty, maybe it February. Was like,
0: that was February twenty twenty. Yeah. February, I, yeah, it it was like yeah, it was
3: about, within yeah. the next few weeks everything. I happened. remember it was like rainy that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember like oh, I'm gonna, I wanted to cancel, but I, I was like, but I was like, no, nah, I just gotta do it. Not because any, <laughs> you know, you're just, doing stuff is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those like oh, I gotta go downtown. And do you guys have, actually, do you guys all suffer from that? No matter what it is, even if it's something I want to do, usually like an hour before I'm like. Fuck, even if it's something absolutely, like, like, yeah, okay. It's not I'm just being... not even no, nope. You are not alone on that one. Even oh, if it's things yeah, like, no, I like,
2: I live, I live by the words of John Mulaney. It's, it's, it is literally infinity percent uh, heart, easier to do nothing than it is to do something. Yes, and boy, it's so nice to do nothing. I love it. It's so good. Oh yeah, yeah doing it. nothing yeah. is great. I I don't do. do much I'm anyway. not
1: used to doing nothing. There's always something I got to do. <laughs> yeah. But when that chance comes, it's just like, I, I can actually turn my – we can – that's one thing about men. We can actually turns our, turn our brains off. We can literally just say, like, like what are you doing? What are you thinking about? None. Oh, to and think. it's
3: possible. Like, we just – Carl's a secret Buddhist here. <laughs> He's found enlightenment. And, and so pro- we're all like, what? You
1: can do that? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> like you just, ass- just stare off at a wall yeah. and you're like –
3: what are you thinking about? Just uh, nothing. Yeah, I love that. I wish <laughs> oh, I could do so, that so oh, it's amazing. That people like search for a lifetime for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but Absolutely. it's you don't meditate. You just can do that. Just zone wow. out. <sighs> Oof, we gotta sell sell this to a bunch of rich white women on the uh, <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody get Gwyneth on the phone. Yeah, we can this. Right. <laughs> <us. laughs> We could get a candle that smells like your vagina, and then you could learn how not to think. And perfect.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Business opportunity. $8,000. I'd probably do it.
3: I'm sold. I am so sold. Wow.
0: <laughs> also, yeah, uh, the Codex Prime podcast. Uh, we like to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor, viewers and listeners like you. So so thank y'all for uh, watching and supporting our show, uh, leaving comments in our uh, live episodes and even just like, you know, listening to us on all the uh sh- uh podcast podcasts and platforms, you know, so Spotify, uh iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Um thank thank y'all. We really appreciate the support. Um I also want to give a, a quick shout out to a friend of the show, Roberto Gonzalez of Steambox Rhode Island. Woo! And uh yeah man. Oh yeah! Yesterday, uh, I had the pleasure of finally um, uh, guest uh, making a guest appearance on his uh, show, uh, just chatting about uh, you know my experience as uh, co-hosting the show and um, getting a chance to speak with the students. So it was it was it was a wonderful time. So big shouts to Roberto Gonzalez for uh, allowing me on the show where my schedule finally cleared. I was able to 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 make an appearance there. So looking forward to having Roberto and Angela uh, together on the show as well.
1: Caught me by surprise. I got tagged, and I said, "Wait, he
0: did what?" <laughs> you know, I thought about I thought about telling you beforehand, but I'm like, you know what? I don't, I'm gonna let this be a surprise. Yeah, my girl was like, "Why wouldn't Vic tell you? Why would he do it without you? Why didn't he tell you?" I'm like, I don't
1: care. I'm like, this is a pleasant surprise. Yeah, like,
0: how did it happen? I'm like, what did you do? Because <laughs> well, like, I thought I thought. Well, I figured you know you you had like three appearances on the show, uh, so I yeah. figure you know, it'd be nice if I, you know, just, you know, step in and, uh, you know, just, you know, fi- finally make it happen. You know, uh, my, my schedule was such that I was like, okay, I can finally allocate oh, some yeah. time to this. So, Those are some
1: amazing kids, aren't they?
0: They are. They're, students. Yeah, I mean. you know, some amazing students right there. They asked some really cool questions about, like, uh, their thoughts about Marvel, DC, oh, like, yeah. questions oh, about self. how we do our podcast. Um, are the youth into podcasts at all? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Whew. Yeah oh yeah they are. Yeah like they like some of some of the students in Steambox they're doing like their own little Steambox Steambox after dark. Uh, yeah they, they did
1: they interview to interview you afterwards. Yep. Oh, yeah no they did, they did the same thing for me. Yeah.
3: I yeah. I met Roberto at uh, the uh, your the live show. He was like, I got to talk to him Steambox does incredible work like yeah, oh, they, yeah. they they're are just sending like... Their,
1: they're sending their students to Japan. Yeah. To stu- to study at Ju- Studio Ghibli. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yes, phenomenal.
3: You think, yeah, that's amazing. Is it bad that all I'm like, you think they're going to go to Mario World? <laughs> the one that just opened up Do you in think Tokyo? They let me go, too. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't go to sushi in I, I tried. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: i hope they go to high. High. I'll shape this off. I don't care. I hope they yeah. go to Hot Potato, though, that video game store over in Japan. Oh,
3: what's that? Oh,
1: there's, oh it's, it's an amazing like retro gaming store. Oh, I, I love retro gaming. Yeah.
3: Obsessive. Nice. Yeah, I want, yeah Japan's in my bucket list of places to go. Yep, same yeah. here. Yeah. So far, and expensive. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I think you need at least two weeks to make it worthwhile. Like I, I have very limited travel experience, so I would expect jet lag twice as hard as anyone else.
2: Yeah. A friend yeah. of our, a friend of, uh, friend of mine goes pretty regularly, and he usually sets aside like month, month and a half. Oh wow. And it's like, wow. but like you have to, you know, it's you need a lot of money to get there, and you, oh, and it, you have to make it worth your while. So
0: it yeah,
3: it's true. <clears throat> Oh my god, the ramen alone. Mm. Have you, I'm gonna start, has you, have you anyone seen seen Jiro Dreams of Sushi? Uh,
0: no, I, I haven't seen that documentary, but I've wanted to.
3: Yeah, it's really good, but it's, it's the same thing is just like made me want to go to Japan so fast. Yeah, I've grown to be
1: a sushi guy over the past few years, so if I'm going, I'm eating sushi. First yeah. thing.
2: Well, <laughs> no watch Jiro Dreams of Sushi, and then do yourself a favor and watch the uh, documentary now parody of it on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen of- that. Um, have you seen any documentary now? No. They just do like parodies of famous documentaries and they do one of Jiro Dreams of Sushi, but it's a, um, it's just a tiny restaurant in like Colombia, That's just not, it's got like three Michelin stars and it's not on a road. And um, <laughs> and all they serve is uh, rice and chicken. And it's, it's called the One Likes Rice and Chicken and it's, I, it's like it's like a comfort watch for me, like that one episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love just, that. Like Fred Armisen is so funny. Oh yeah, Fred Armisen. Yeah. So
3: he does watch something. Something okay, so we, found we found. We, something. We found we'll some. okay. something.
2: How about we keep count? If whatever Nate says that
3: he wants something, <laughs> let's just count it.
2: Okay. <laughs> we'll put a pool in. We'll put a pool in. <laughs>
3: this is our Deadpool, except it's about TV. Ooh, we can <laughs> just make the
2: rest of the episode you guys naming things, and I go uh uh-uh. uh, and then we'll just stream that for like. Hour, yeah, be' half. That'd be, long, <laughs> right? that'd be long you'll probably get screamed at you
1: haven't <laughs> watched what <laughs>
0: but yeah uh but yeah uh Nate uh Chris tell us like how's life been like what y'all been up to yeah you want me to go first
3: Please. um yeah things have been pretty good uh, very good I'll be I'm, I'm really happy to say uh in April I left my job at Butler I worked at Butler hospital for seven and a half years, 11 years total working in behavior health, uh, human services overall. Mm -hmm. And now I've officially, I'm a media specialist for Simplified Impact, a digital marketing agency, and my full-time job is working on podcasts now, which is the thing I've been trying to get to for a little while. Pandemic definitely sped that up. And then on top of that, so that that was like the really big news. And then the last couple of years I've been working on a, a podcast with Little Fire Film called The Fairy, which we just wrapped production on. So this is actually my first time, uh, Nate actually came to, to on our last day of production to do some of the reading It's the first time it was a big career, uh, goal for me. I wrapped my very first production with an actual budget, which was a real big deal for me. And then on top of God, what else? And then more recently too, uh, Nate and I here have become business partners. Well, we were friends and now we're, uh, we started a business together called let's chat media strategy and consulting. Mm. And, uh, between the two of us, uh, we have, what, like, 16 years of experience working within the podcast industry. Like, um, mine's a little more, in- more of it was independent for the last few years. And then, you yeah, this guy worked in the actual industry the last, like, five or six years. Mm-hmm. And then, so now we've been kind of doing that has been our real... Uh, yeah, we actually, are like, we're, like, just, we're pretty, we just, we're kind of just getting uh, off the ground. This is, so we're really excited about it. So, we're, like, kind of meeting with people and providing growth strategies, media kit, uh, kind of building out, like, a media list and kind of, like, finding creatives and, uh, you know, podcasters, like, people like yourselves and be, like. I know where you're trying to get to, and then we can kind of show you how to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I do a lot of that at work is, like, making people with way more money than me uh, grow strategies for their podcasts. <laughs> so I'd rather do that for people that I, like, really care about and like, or will pay me a fuck ton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and everything else, and I'll let Nate talk for, for once. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Don't be shy. Uh, um,
2: so, yeah, um, as Chris had mentioned, I had been working... Um, in the podcasting industry. I was at um, a little company called Interview Connections. It's like a booking agency.
4: <laughs> um,
2: I actually recently got laid off, but um, kind of a blessing in disguise, honestly. Um, I've really been throwing myself into um, this kind of Let's Chat media strategy and consulting. Um, and also my um, my my bug, my outlet is um, designing like board games, um, tabletop games, any kind of that, that sort of space is um, I just really find pretty magnetic, so I've been sort of throwing myself into that, and um, that's how I've been sort of sort of spending my winter.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna sell Nate here. Um, he's recently engaged. Oh, <laughs> oh <wow>. congratulations! <laughs> Shout out Julia. Thank you. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, wedding planning is actually not that much of a headache. It's uh, it's been it's been really nice. It's, we it's should cool. ask Julia what she says. <laughs> I mean, there's that. But like, <laughs> uh, we, oh, she's yeah. a bridezilla? No. No, no. No, <laughs> I it, like the way you think. We did that thing where we just like gave ourselves a lot of time, so everything's just been pretty chill. Okay. And like we've only gone with people who we really like, and it's like in terms of vendors and it's just been pretty copacetic. Mm, right on. You missed yeah, out on a DJ. We'll see. <laughs> we had already hired someone.
3: I know, we, but, I know. Yeah, it was funny. We uh, finally kind of nailed down the like, hey, man, we should work together on like a Saturday. And I think you got laid off on like a Tuesday, whatever it was. But it was literally like four days apart mm. where I was like, hey, man, we should try to do something. And we're like, yeah, you know, we'll start talking. And then we're like, all right, we'll put this together. And like a few days later, unfortunately, you, you got laid off. I was like, that's terrible, but this kind of works out. And yeah, <laughs> it was
2: a really funny thing because the timing was, was like pretty perfect for me because I had honestly been... It was like, it was pretty obviously time to move on. Like I was starting to, I put my resume together, I was starting to sort of, um, to sort of send out um, applications. But I'm I'm just one of those people who like, I need a kick in the ass if I'm going to do anything because otherwise I'll just be like, no, oh, one will to one person this week. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And like nothing will ever happen. So, and we had been talking about, um, about starting this company and, um, and then I got laid off like a week later mm-hmm. and I was just like, all right, I guess I'm doing that now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, right on. Nothing yeah. wrong with entrepreneurship. Exactly.
3: I tell you, it's never something I thought I would do. Even I don't like, I still don't even want to call myself that. I still feel dirty
0: saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's so interesting, like, how the pandemic has really, like, accelerated a lot of um, people's, like, uh drive and motivation to just,
2: like, get into, like, independent yeah, ventures. definitely. You know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, you see that everywhere. It's n- not just... In in both terms of people like job skipping to uh, to get a better paycheck, and in terms of um, people starting their own businesses, it's just like it's kind of awe inspiring to watch people like all collectively just say like no one no one's gonna stand up for us se- for you for you you're, you're mm-hmm. just gotta it's like if you want to make stuff happen for yourself you gotta just make it happen
1: yeah it, we're definitely like in the time now like with this tech you know with the power of social media yeah. and just the yeah. power of the internet period where it's just easy
2: now yeah
1: you can literally just go on your phone and just start yeah. your business oh yeah right then and there there's like so many outlets and so many
3: resources just available literally by on your phone and yeah, there's it's
2: truly never been
3: easier and i i yeah. some of the cl- i work with these clients and the people i work with and like they're all lovely and stuff but it's just like you make your money you do what how huh and I guess if you have a specialized, sized, a specialized skill nowadays, like you can make money off of it. Like, there's a personally work a client I work with. She's an intimacy coach, and she's like, I was doing editing one of her like uh, something for her, and her course is like five thousand dollars. I obviously she's got lots of credibility and all blah blah, and and, and not even anything against her. i just like, that's a job, hmm. <laughs> like just stuff like that. It's just it's so interesting. Of, um, it's something I, I actually always say this to my daughter too. Whenever I see anyone who's like really good at something, and it makes me jealous, I have to be like. It's not their first time. So there are a lot of things out there that are really hard, but seem easy to you. Like to me, podcasting is like really easy, but some people it's really hard. Oh, yeah. So i are like, all right, I can make some money off of this. Yep. Well, I didn't think I could, but it oh, turns yeah, out you can.
2: Coming in and just saying like, okay, the way that you email somebody is and to like ask them if they want to participate is, um, you email them and it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> and saying it out loud like obviously I wasn't I wasn't that cute when I talked to them like there there are actually things you need to do and things yeah. you need to know but like best practice kind of stuff mm-hmm. but it kind of is that simple it's like it's so to me it's so brain dead like the the thing that sets it's it's something that anybody can do but the thing that sets you apart when you do it is that you're the one doing it because nobody else in this world wants to do it mm-hmm. so like just doing stuff and then being persistent, all of a sudden you just like, things just start kind of happening. And then coming in and trying to teach people that it's like, did you try? Did you try looking somebody's email address up on Google and then emailing it?
3: <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's incredible like, sometimes you have to give yourself a little credit, be like, I know more than I think. I, I tell you, for you fellow podcasters, you guys know this too. It's the back end stuff that like no one. It's not even stuff people can't do. It's just no one like editing or uploading lipsync. Like this guy, yeah. <laughs> yep. There's so much money for God. I wish I was smart enough to just put up a Fiverr together. And just be like, yeah, I'll set up. Well, actually, I guess that's what we're doing. Kind of uh, but, but yeah, it's just it's incredible of, of stuff out there that like I was like, you'll pay me for this? All right, I've been doing this for free.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean too. It's like the. Everything is so, like, even, I mean, my my limited experience with editing, obviously I'm not good at it, so I'm simplifying a tremendous amount. No no insult to any editors out there. Right. But, like, so much of editing is just doing, like, fiddly, yep. time-consuming things. And, like, the way you do those things is to just do them. <laughs> and mm-hmm. over. Like, and over those. and over, <laughs> over and over again, and you just mm-hmm. be persistent about it. But, like, coming in and teaching people how to do that, it's like, it's like you have a superpower. It's incredible. Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes it's, I actually find it hard for me to like teach, like teach some somebody something I know how to do well. Like, oh, I, I get um, that I draw, but it's just like, all right, how can I explain this? And then I just kind of freeze up.
3: No, that's yeah. for You know, I always joke that I could drive a car, but I could not pass a driving test today if you gave me one. I could drive here absolutely fine, but if you gave me like a written driving test, I, I I would fail immediately. Oh, yeah. Chris, I
2: you do a three point turn. I can I could tell do you. it.
3: Yeah, no, I relate to that. There's a lot of things I have that too. It's like I don't know, just and you know, I'm 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 have ADD and all sorts of like LD stuff. So like sometimes I'm what they would call not neurotypical. So like my process to me it makes total sense. I've had many of other people like ugly like, oh, really? That's how you do it? It's like it makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like whatever, whatever gets you through, you know, to the finish yeah.
3: Except school tells you everything that you're doing, even though you do it, you get to the right place. They just tell you you're wrong your whole time, your whole life. So that that's fun to work out in therapy. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And yeah, and yeah. Since we're since we're here, you know, you know how we do. You know, we always talk about some nerd stuff. Um, things we've things we watch, things we're really enjoying. It's... You know, um, I know that um, you're, you're big on movies. I know we have a couple of gamers here. Uh, speaking of games and movies, Last of Us, uh, which I still need to catch up on. I watched the first episode. That's it? Yeah, I will, I'll catch up on the rest on Friday, because I know that, um, there is, um, they moved uh, the next episode on Friday for the, because of the Supreme Ball, whatever. It's you, called. you literally just said it. Don't even start. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Fo- Football Mania '86. Super Bowl. It's yeah. I think yeah. the yeah.
3: Knickerbockers the are playing for the pennant this year. Is that right?
0: I think so. <laughs> yeah. the Ultra Ball. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you just
2: like
1: pissed
0: off like three sets. Of and like, stuff. and also
3: like four generations too. It's like yeah. the,
0: it's the next <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. Last
2: of Us. I know that's the that's the hot show that a lot of people are talking about. Um, yeah, so weird to see a video game get the prestige television treatment. So weird, but it it's a very good game and like very, yeah, cin- it's very cinematic. Classic. Like, there's mm. no reason it. The, if you're gonna choose one to give the the prestige treatment to, like, that's probably it. Mm. But it's really weird to see.
3: That's two shows he watches. Yeah, that's yeah. actually two more that's shows true. I've ever heard you talk about in the last like decade I've known you. Thank I'm so.
1: gonna give him the benefit of doubt. You know, I'm calling it now. We're going six. Six is my final
2: <laughs> <event>. Six <laughs> is gonna
3: be my
1: finalist.
2: <laughs> we'll see. <All> right. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh but yeah, uh, Last of Us. You're on. <laughs> yeah, I I say, like oh a strange thing is like finally seeing like a, 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 a television property or a film property based on a video game that's actually good. And you didn't
2: like the Mario Brothers? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why you do that? <laughs> Woo. Yeah, Mario There's been a couple movies that are good. John Leguizamo? come on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I, I like John Leguizamo. I like Bob Hoskins. I like no, the like late Dennis Hop- Hoskins. Dennis yeah. Hopper. Dennis Hopper <laughs> <laughs>
2: as Frank from Blue Velvet. As Bowser. <laughs> was he the it one was that was like, drunk on set the whole time? Um, that's Bob Hoskins. Yeah, so.
3: yeah. He was like just hammered the entire. Like they had no idea what they were making.
0: Yeah. We drink Pap's Blue Ribbon, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that is awful.
3: <laughs> what do you say is the first video game property to get that? Like, because I, I mean, I would maybe like Detective Pikachu is one of the first like video game movies. No, I'm, I I had to go farther back. I think it was like that first Resident Evil movie I saw when I was like 13.
0: oh yeah, in 2002.
3: Yeah, yeah. That was like the first time I saw it like was I haven't gone back to it. I don't think I got respect. But at the time I remember thinking it was good.
0: Yeah, like, it it it, it had some enjoyable moments, yeah, but it was, then a, I was like mm. Yeah. I do remember
3: no. seeing Mortal Kombat in theaters like Okay, kind of Mortal thing. Kombat is probably it's <laughs> It was pretty bad. I mean, I liked it no, at the time. No, no, yeah.
1: no. I, I you know, what? I think the story still holds up. Just the CGI has aged
3: horribly. But like the uh, Sonic movies And like I, I don't know if you guys Have seen Detective Pikachu no. Legitimately amazing It's awesome It's just a really good movie mm-hmm. Even if you don't like Pokemon It's just really cool Like I was like One of the first Like video game movies I You said, notice but, I couldn't
4: mm-hmm.
1: get past Ryan Reynolds being, Playing Pikachu It no? just didn't seem like That's not Pikachu Is it Pikachu. cultural
3: appropriation? No it's just <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it's Pikachu a, is Pikachu. No. Pika. Yeah. yeah Like
0: And it's just Ryan Reynolds Like speaking normally Yeah as Pikachu. It's <laughs> he's he's not just even doing a voice, voice. It's right, just Ryan Reynolds Which is incredible yeah which it's kind, good kind of yeah. reminds me of that gag from Family Guy with wrong sounding Muppets it's just some dude with a deep voice like voicing Kermit going yay <laughs> 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 Yeah, you know I mean a- you got Ryan Red's Rath-
3: first you Pika like you Pika,
0: chew in it <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: yeah he doesn't even say Pika Pika at all in it yeah damn
0: it and then we got the upcoming Mario Brothers movie with I it can't do it I mean I'm gonna go it but-
3: looks amazing
2: yeah yeah but if he's not saying, it's-a me, a Mario, that's How? not Mario. I'm I'm actually mad on, be- on behalf of uh, Charles Martinet. Everybody everybody was like, what do you want him to do? You know, he's gonna is he going to run around going like, woo, woo-hoo? But Charles Martinet does a ton of voices. He's the voice of, like, the dragon from uh, Skyrim. Oh, wow. He's, <laughs> he's got huge, he's got a ton of range. It's like, why don't you just let him be the voice? Mm. He's already a voice actor. Also, hey. I'm He's sure startled. they're going to be great, but the cast for that movie is a fever dream. When they were like, oh yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy's in this one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Keegan-Michael Keegan-Michael <laughs> I know, and it's, it's um, like, who... Mr. Garvey what, himself. Yeah. What do they have? Of, <laughs> like, like, what... Or were they like, if you don't do this movie, we are going to chop off a finger. <laughs>
3: you know, you wonder too, like, budget-wise, like, Mario is such an established, like, intellectual property, they could have got away with not having a single name in it, and it's still going to make a billion dollars. Mm. I wonder mm. what the thinking is. I, they always That always I mean, happens it, with voiceover. If they
2: have a lot of names in it, they will make two billion dollars. Yeah,
3: and, but, and they probably do the thing where, like, the, Chris Pratt comes in once, reads, and then they hire someone who sounds like Chris Pratt to do all his lines for him. Like that, That's very common in the VO world. Oh, really? Like, not not to say that not to discredit like the actors, but like it just becomes a financial thing. Like, mm-hmm. you come in, you do your stuff, but like we need our someone has to like redo this line or whatever. It's like you know how hard expensive it is to get Chris Pratt to come back because mm-hmm. he flubbed six lines. Like I've gotten to interview a bunch of voice actors. I, I also I love voice actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and, tough job. Did you hear it, the yeah. thing
2: recently about um? They're just there's they're starting to get pushback now because it's been it's starting to be a thing where studios are making voice actors. Um, as part of their contract, um, sign their voices over for AI, so you could just like oh. AI, do like AI lines with their voice. Ugh. Oh, that is awful. That sounds about that's, right. With defect I mean that's <laughs> jaw dropping. That is
3: so scummy. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, they had no respect, but I have such I have such great respect for voice actors.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like. Like and, and 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 really, it's like with with voice actors too. It's like with from a studio perspective. Like, wouldn't you like a save save more money by just hiring the voice actors to do the roles that they've been doing for years? Yep. Yeah. I mean, do you really need like like a marquee name to sell your movie? It's it's Mario Brothers. It's Mario. it sells itself. It's yeah. Mario. Yeah. It's yes, honestly, it's
2: like everybody knows Mario and Mickey Mouse. It's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, yeah, people know who he is. They're gonna come in. It's fine. Like it'll be okay. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. It, I, I'm going to see it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Probably a couple times. <laughs> once is a, once would be enough for me, and I'm just like, yeah. well, I did it. Yeah, hope, hope did you guys see the Sonic movies?
1: I still have it, and I've been wanting
3: to. Surprisingly good. Like, I heard, I heard it's it. a, it's legitimately just like a Jim Carrey 90s movie wrapped Ooh. with Sonic. Oh, God, the mask yeah. was on last awesome. night. Awesome. <laughs> Does it hold up? It's been a while since I've seen it. To me, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kinda, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. It, it's a weird. It holds up like weirdly well. Yeah, not a great movie by any stretch, but it's it, it's
1: uh, it, it's turn your because it's a turn your brain off funny movie. Yeah. So, but it, and it but it's Jim Carrey. You yeah. You just see
2: Jim Carrey make like weird facial expressions. It and it's, like, All right, that was fun. I mean, I still yeah. say somebody I, stop me. Oh God, Jim <laughs> Carrey. Day. Jim Carrey
1: can like just easily make me laugh. Like,
3: yeah, we talked about on Codex three hundred uh, Fire Marshal Bill. That was like, I yep. mean. In Living Color was my SNL growing up, mm-hmm. like big time. I was in Living Color and Mad TV, so I clearly picked wrong for the two uh, yeah. the two that didn't become the lifelong SNL. Power. Yeah, didn't have the statement power.
1: What's yeah. funny too is like I actually just found this Easter egg on TikTok. If you watch Liar Liar, yeah, and you know the towards the end of the movie, you know after he falls off the plane and stuff, like, gets his son back and everything, and you know there's a crowd of people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's being while he's on the gurney. He's actually in the background being Fire Marshal Bill. Oh my
2: God. I had to go find oh, this. That's so funny. Wow.
1: He is fi- like, you see
3: Fire Marshal Bill in the crowd.
0: Hmm. I'd have to look for that. I had to find
3: that. Yeah, you'd be mad at yourself. I mean, I must have talked out of my, like, pretended to talk with my butt for like ever like from like 12 or 13 from 12 to 15 because of Ace Ventura <laughs> like I was that right age like I'm, I'm 38 but when those came out I was like that perfect Jim Carrey Adam Sandler yep. potty talk kind of thing so like I was all about it I must have my poor parents I must have been like excuse me may I ask you some questions at least once a day and fall down the stairs crying laughter <laughs> like uh for way too long as well mm. but I don't even really like like that one I don't really like go back to as much the Ace Ventura's. Oh, I can yeah. still,
1: I can still watch. I can watch East
2: Ventura. They weren't my anytime. favorite, but yeah, the mask. I think they hold up quite as well. It's just like the jokes. Are I think are a
1: little no, flat these days. Oh no, I still, I still kind of like because you know what It's It's a nostalgia. Oh yeah, 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 hundred oh, percent. And that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I revert to when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old, and I'm still free. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm still having fun, yeah. and that's all I need. That's no, no, all no I sh- need. No shame on that. Nostalgia yeah.
2: watches are exempt from any of that. I just feel like. Um, you know, like my my fiance hasn't seen those movies, and it was just like, oh, we should put those on for a minute. And then we put them on, and I got to kind of see it through her eyes. So and it's like, mm. oh, let's, let's turn this off. Yeah.
0: The, the first Ace Transfer, like, it's kind of fucked up. It's kind <laughs> of yeah. transphobic, it's, right? It's, yeah. yeah. Like, isn't that
3: the whole plot oh. line? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Listen, it's like,
4: ugh.
3: Lois
1: Ironhorn is a queen in the trans community. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, those ones I have, is, but oh, God. He then he had that serious uh, I remember getting dumped and then seeing Eternal Sunshine in the Spotless Mind and like openly sobbing in theaters (laughs) like Endgame crying level Mm. of that when that came out I still
4: can't cry
1: in
3: a movie Endgame didn't do it to you? Nope Oh,
1: yeah. End game, I was just like, I was, like, satisfied. I felt the yeah. scene, but I was like, this is satisfying.
3: I've never been in a room with so many people openly crying in my entire <laughs> life because I saw it on release day. Yeah. I saw my, my brother-in-law is on the autism spectrum, like, more like, I'd say more, like, very high-function, like, more like Asperger's And Known yeah. him for, what, like, 12, 13 years now. We've been to weddings, funerals, all that stuff. He's just very, very guarded. Only time I've ever seen him cry was at Endgame. Wow. Yeah. I was still to this day, I'm like, Wow. It, and it wasn't Tony Stark dying. It was when Happy said the cheeseburger line. I heard... I was like... Oh. I mean, that, that killed me, but I was like, I did it. What? It's possible?
1: <laughs> uh, oh, man. You yeah, I haven't watched Endgame in, like, damn near two years.
3: It's emotional. Well, I'll nah. watch the first half a lot and then be like, I can't... I don't have it in me tonight for this.
1: <laughs> now, nah, you know what it is? Because... that Okay. The portal scene... I never want to lose that joy.
3: Oh, I get that.
1: So I was like, "All right, if I'm gonna watch this movie that I hold so dear to my heart, and that moment, you know, going back to that moment when yeah. I first saw it in the theater, saw it twice opening weekend, and it was really mm-hmm. hard to that." that I think good. I did too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. So it's like I, yeah, I don't want to lose that joy. I don't want to lose that moment. I want to go every time I do see it. It's got to feel special, and I revert back to that moment. I'm like, man, this scene is freaking amazing.
2: Yeah, I get that. You know, it's a funny thing for me, because I think a lot of that is why I fell out of watching Marvel movies altogether. I really loved up to, like, the first Avengers, and it was like, that was very satisfying for me. Love watching all my my Marvel heroes on screen, like, cutting it up, and it's, and like, I don't, I'm satisfied. I don't need any more. It's because because it's like you get a satisfying conclusion, and then it's like okay they're gonna make a hundred more of these. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. N- literally never gonna stop making these because <laughs> they're gonna make money forever. So, I
1: don't yeah, know. they got yeah they got there's enough characters to like I know. Oh yeah, dude, there's, there's a lifetime worth right yeah. of content. Well, and then Marvel, and then they'll start rebooting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. well, Marvel is literally like the longest ongoing story. Like ever. yeah. Oh, well, the marvel universe yeah. i think their
3: tv is yeah. better that is getting uh, more excited about their tv than their movies now well, the like man, i'm rewatching th- loki again and just oh my god it's so good it's probably because you can do it from the comfort of your own <laughs> yeah no like loki wandavision too was just like i absolutely love wandavision mm-hmm. i thought it was incredible but like even like i don't know like multiverse of madness like i liked it even like love and thunder i i wanted to like it more i liked it but it it just didn't hit as hard but I'm I'm like very content with Marvel being at that point like the MCU being like there's just gonna be so much of it like like, like the comic books like like there's just so much I'm not gonna be there for everything so it's not all gonna be good and I'm uh, uh, I'm, yeah, okay I'm a with Marvel it. fan so I'm gonna yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm,
1: I'm, I'm gonna I'm at the comic, comic book store every week where do, you,
3: what, where, do you go, where do you go around here? where's your shop? or the good shop? right around the corner what's it called? Rock Coco's I don't know if I've ever been there you should talk ah. to Chris. He'll take care of you. Yeah, I, I'm not really a comic book reader, but I always want to be. He'll uh, kick it. me out. I know. Yeah, it's like, I it, sometimes. It's another like, it's like Simpsons. The comic book guy from The Simpsons in there. No, it's
1: not even like that. It'll turn into like a. Uh, for it's like a. Uh, it's a weekly weekly ritual ritual for me. I like, love that. Like it, it gives me something to look forward to every week. I love um, it. But yeah, it's it can be. Uh, Financially consume it. oh no! But I mean, it's not like. Have you seen, like seen people collecting Funko Pops? Yeah,
3: I'm it's guilty. <laughs> and you can't read them; they just they, they're there. in the box. You're like, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, th- thinking, thinking about uh, Marvel and Endgame, like uh, the more the more I think of Endgame, which which still a very good movie. Like, if I were to revisit it now, like it's it's less. It has less of an emotional impact for me because mm. like I feel like Disney Marvel it didn't give us a chance to actually miss the MCU yeah, like, they did. like with like with like with Endgame oh, I like see. Disney Marvel should have should have been like okay we're not going to do anything for the next 3 years we're just going to let <laughs> you let it ride and then we're going to hit you with phase 4 in 2022 2023 but then it was like Endgame was just like literally like a month and a half later oh look here's a new Spider-Man movie oh yeah, that oh, yeah, was yeah a that's month later. That, yeah but it was
1: an epilogue it was an epilogue, we, and then we end up getting nothing for a year. Yeah. We got nothing for a year. Actually, maybe even longer than there that. There were some of TV shows? I, I don't,
0: oh, no, no. We we got something the next year with Black Widow. Oh,
3: yeah. 2020. Oh. Shit. Was it
0: 2020
1: or 2021?
3: It was 2020 because that was the whole lawsuit with Skojo. Yeah. Because yeah. they screwed around, around the contract. Yeah. Yep. It, I, I really like Black Widow.
0: Yeah, Black Widow was good. Really Black Widow was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So wish I'm
3: we surprised. had seen her that like a decade earlier. So I'd like that character more, but I did, I did like it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what really, I loved actually the really blew my mind was uh, Shang-Chi. Mm. God, that was such a good really one. really like that one. That
1: fight scene on the bus. Oh my my
3: Yeah. And Aquafina is so funny. My God, she's hilarious. I love her. She's, I oh got, she kills me. But was it she was in so like
1: uh, Crazy Rich Asians?
0: Yeah, she was.
3: I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think she was, right? I didn't, actually, I don't think I saw that. I, was going to, I thought you were going to say Ryan the last track. I'm like well, actually she was <laughs> she was too <laughs> that I did see <laughs> yeah
1: but no nah, it's just, it's just amazing how like the pod like how we were saying earlier like the podcasting medium has just like grown like what what are like some of the podcasts you guys are like that you frequently listen to like every week
3: my go to I'm a big fat man beyond fan which is Kevin Smith and uh, Mark Bernardin okay, and amazing. Mark um and it's funny too you come for Kevin Smith but you stay for Mark Bernard and he's like he's my favorite he's one of my favorite he's my second flavor blurred mm-hmm. obviously Carl okay. you're my number one but yeah he's a writer I listen to that one a lot sometimes I, I've been really I'll jump around with uh Dax Shepard has Armchair Expert mm-hmm. and I never liked Dax Shepard until this podcast really? yeah he's he's a recover. he's in recovery which and he like he's very open so he has like all well, I have like big name celebrities and, and like experts and stuff like that come on but it's so interesting like he had Anna Kendrick on recently and she was talking like very openly about like th- being in this like relationship with her like base- she said it was basically her husband was like gaslighting for her for a full year and then she'd find out she was cheating on, like just being very vulnerable and yeah. I listened to that God, what am I okay, why, why I feel like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, I don't know what do I listen to. Oh Codex Prime. I got Codex Prime, obviously. <laughs> I do have uh, your you in my queue from uh, with uh, Steambox for uh tomorrow. Yes. You know what actually I'm surprised to say is Pod Meets World, <laughs> which is a Boy Meets World rewatch with like three of the actors from Boy Meets World. Oh. It's so good. I remember me, wait, it's Wilfred Dell, Ryder Strong,
1: and Topanga, right?
3: Yeah, Danielle Fischel. And I didn't know that, um uh, once Wilfred L was like a huge VO guy, which I didn't know that until I started listening to. It. I was like, oh god, like it's it's funny because like I like Boy Meets World, but I was yeah. not like I'm not gonna.
1: Yeah, stop. you Run Unstoppable. I from- didn't
3: know any of this. Yeah, he has a good podcast too called I Hear Voices. Yeah, oh. it's fun, uh, funny too. I
1: met them at uh, New York Comic Con when I went a few years ago. Oh. They are all surprisingly short. Really? Even Wilfredo, I'm tall. I'm taller than Wilfredo, and I couldn't believe that because you see him, he was the older brother, so he was yeah, taller yeah. than everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'm, I'm taller than you.
0: Like wow, you could take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, The
2: power of television. Right. right?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what do you do? Listen to Nate. I feel like I should have asked you this by now. After all the times I've known, hang out. I'm like oh.
2: Yeah. Right now I'm into um, the maintenance phase family podcasts it's like if any of y'all are a little scientifically inclined it's um it's this really well researched podcast about um um like food about fad diets food crazes both like current and throughout history Mm -hmm. and it's very very well researched but also the people who do it are like comedians so it's pretty it's pretty light it's pretty fun and um everybody involved with that has like two or three spin-off podcasts so so it's just this big family of shows and they're all pretty fun to listen to um, there's also if you like if you hate yourself um, there's there's this really great one called worst year ever um, they it's it was kind of it started during the pandemic and it was um it's just been it's kind of a news show it's just like news commentary again um, it's written by some ex writers from cracked so, oh um, so yeah, they're just like very funny, very insightful, like really interesting. There's this one that like really blew my mind because it's so hard-hitting and they t- where they're talking about of all things um like the way that the furry community um is like reacting and pushing out neo-Nazis in their space. Mm. Because as any like pr- it's pretty much a problem with any like fringe internet community where people like creepos will come around and just be like well these are some disaffected young white people so like let's get them to on our side mm-hmm. and um like you know like young white a little bit of money and like they don't quite fit in you know mm-hmm. so they're it's it's like fertile ground but um they all kind of rallied against them mm-hmm. and um yeah there's this part where it's like i think the thing that really sold me on the show was there's this scene where they or seen there's a, there's a bit where they're talking about um this one furry convention where a a a neo-nazi like among them um i guess you would say trolled but action but attacked he attacked the the convention with by like mixing cleaning supplies to make what was effectively a chlorine gas bomb and there's this, uh, and they're playing the news coverage of it. And they're like, so this is how the news reacted to a chemical weapons attack on U.S. soil. And um, <laughs> and, it, and then, like, cut to all these newspa- news uh, newscasters being like, and they're all just wearing furry costumes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, man, it's like, it's not a fun feeling, but it's like my stomach just dropped, and I'm like, oh, this is a really good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: have to add those to the queue. Uh, who
3: who who's from, who from Cracked?
2: Um, it's um Cody and Katie. Um, okay, yeah, yeah I, I love Cracked. Um, they also Did occasionally you? have um, Robert Evans of Behind the Bastard. Oh League, yeah, I love who him. Who is yeah. another phenomenal podcast? If you again, if you hate yourself. Okay. So, All right. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. We also we also listen to a, a few podcasts as well. Um, yeah, I, I have a few recommendations too. Like some of my favorites. I yeah I, I know my my laptop does that like my screen stutters it's it's fine it's still oh, running sure. is
3: this the multiverse? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, dang it <laughs> yeah um, I, sh- I should I should I should get this I don't even p- like this universe <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should get this like maybe fixed by the Geek Squad at some point I don't know but um. Or or get a new laptop. I haven't decided, but um, but yeah, like some some podcasts I listen to that I recommend. Like if you're if you're into like uh, films, like of course there's like a Filmcast, which was cool oh, yeah. Filmcast. Uh, there's Black on Black Cinema, um, which which is which is pretty cool. There's Me Mi- Show Mission, uh, which is hosted by um, Len Webb and Vincent Williams. They're like two older mm. uh, black film critics, and like their whole mission is to review every black film ever made. Oh wow, oh, that's really cool. And, yeah, so far I think they were over two hundred or three hundred episodes. Jeez, so far, like, and it's 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 a really cool listen. That's that's um, a really
3: cool concept.
0: Oh yeah, like like that. That's a really cool one. Um, uh, if you have Spotify, there's Jamel oh, yeah. Hill is Unbothered. Uh, which, oh, which is, I I love her. Oh yeah, like I I've, know. Yeah, her, her her interviews are solid. She
3: uh, she had the uh, at least what was it called way down the hole. She was one of the hosts from the Wire Watch podcast on the Ringer. I used to listen to.
0: Oh yeah, with uh, Van Lathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I had a period I was really doing a lot of the Ringer podcast, like uh, Ringerverse and stuff. And then mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of depends whatever show I'm into. Like when I was like Better Call Saul was on, I would have listen watch that, and then I had like my, my recaps the next day.
2: Yep. Oh, it's um that also reminded me of um, a really outstanding one. Um, called what makes this song stink oh obsessed <laughs> yeah obsessed with it it's not exactly a podcast he kind of it started as a youtube channel people told him to make a podcast and he took a crack at it and he's already said like he doesn't really like doing it so he's gonna go back to doing the youtube channel but um he just digs into all of the crappy things about like a random song that just grinds his gears and he's really funny and just there's it's just a there's a type of pattern that he's doing that is just a joy to listen to and um It, I just thought of it because, um, of all things on one of the podcast episodes, he talks about, um, moves like Jagger with Kumail Bell, (laughs) and and, like, Kumail Bell reached out to him and was like, I need to be on your show and we need to talk about moves like Jagger.
3: (laughs) How do we get all of us to a level where W. Kumail Bell is reaching out to us? Yeah. I tried to get him on. It didn't happen. (laughs) It did not happen. And. I, he, he's another one. I love that dude. I, just wanna, I mean, yeah. I don't. It's not like I have anything There's to say to the guy. I just want to like be in
1: awe of him. Love but to like so. have uh, yeah. have on our show. Like yeah, yeah. I got so my many brains to pick. I mean, I'm a, I'm one of those like I like supporting like my friends' podcast. So I'll yeah. definitely listen. You know to. Let's yeah. chat. Oh, fun bearable. Oh, my God, these guys. Those guys are I Oh, my God. It's like,
3: it's like. I, I love when you guys had Chuck and Brad on. I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> it's happening. Because, like, both of you have such similar dynamics. They're,
1: oh, they're the white versions of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, odds are I'm Chuck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Except that I won't. Uh, oh, you didn't go to his. I didn't see you at their uh, oh, Christmas live recording. Like, that he was, literally got his yep. nails done, like, extra long. Yeah. <laughs> Just. For, Oh, he hated it. We all hated it. It was funny. Yeah. He's like, I did this for 10 seconds of laughter.
3: Yeah, it's, wow. yeah. I was literally driving home from my parents' house and stuck in traffic on 95. I was supposed to drop off Felicity and fly to the show, and I missed it, and I was so mad. Mm. Kids ruined everything <laughs> in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh uh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I, those guys, they're oh, funny.
1: They are. Yeah. And now when you add, like, Ray Harrington into this, yeah. I'm like, yo, really? They're smart. You're
3: like, oh, let's get, like, someone famouser than us. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I love those guys. Like, And, God, we're so fortunate. Like, Rhode Island has such a strong podcast community that, like, does not always exist everywhere else. And mm-hmm. got even, not even, yeah, I can go back. If I even go, like, five, six years, there was a period, up until maybe five or six years ago, I could tell you every podcast in the state on one hand. And now I'm like, I, I hear about new ones. In Rhode Island, every day I've never heard of. It's awesome. The sad part is... A lot of them don't even know about each other. No, I know that's something.
2: Oh, we it's such we, a weird cultural vortex. We were just <laughs> yes.
3: talking about that when Anonymous. we all just met up. Yeah, and that's something we really want to work on. And I, that's something I've always really admired about you guys. You're big reach across the aisle type of like. Let's invite people on from different worlds and stuff like that. And like you guys are really big supporters of the community. Yeah, I a, love that.
1: Yeah, it's like I probably annoy Vic when I say this, but it's like I always say like every person that you meet is a brand new learning experience. So it's like oh, especially I love that. At, yep. See. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the office But uh, no, I really do. Yeah, we do that a lot. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just like I always feel like I can take in something from like every person I meet. Vic, over the past, what, how long have you been doing this? Eight years.
0: Eight years. We're approaching eight years. No Before way. Time, yeah. Was it really? Yeah, since 2015. Why does it still wow. feel like five? No time. <laughs> what what is, what is time. What is what is what is time? Yeah. But no, nah,
1: I've lear- I've learned so much about like I learned so much from Vic. You know, I-, I learned like I just always try to take in something new, and it's always like it's just it's always fun to me. Like yeah. I always I have this like never never stop learning. Oh yeah, yeah I love that. Um But yeah, it's just like but you bring something to the table. Let's see what we got, and usually they turn out to be fun.
3: Yeah, usually yeah, it really is because most people quit like they just and understandably. I think they say like I've read like the average podcast last seven episodes, mm. and if like there's all these fun stats too. If you like, if you have like a hundred and thirty downloads in the first thirty days, you're in like the top like ten percent of podcast. Like it's it's there's like point oh 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 five percent of podcasts that get all the downloads, like, like like everything, and then like let's chats in the top two percent globally. You know what the fuck does that mean? But like you know you're it just. There's uh, it's, it's just nuts, right? Like, the fact that you guys haven't quit too isn't that wild? I don't even yeah. look at our numbers, yeah. And you guys survived <laughs> yeah. through a pandemic, yeah. Did that, did you guys want to do the show more as the pandemic happened? Like, was that an outlet for you two?
0: Yeah, I think like for for us, like, we so thanks to Zoom, like, we were able to continue it, um, uh, con- um, uh, throughout the early days of the pandemic, and, yeah. the, and the height, and uh, look, luckily, like. Well, well, for me, like I had to uh, spring for like the annual plan. That's oh yeah, it, yeah, and 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 that's and that's made things easier because otherwise we would have like forty minute Zoom episodes. Yeah, yep. that's no good to anybody. Yeah. yeah, but
1: it also turned into a blessing because we were able to have people on the show that we weren't able to get before because we did everything lot, you know, live and in person. So then once we, you know, if it once uh Vic figured out the uh, Zoom feature, it just kind of blew up. We. Got, We've ended up rest. having so many yeah. people that like I didn't even think that I would even like be, be able to even get in touch with. Like um well, one of our favorite uh Zoom episodes that we did was with uh David Peisner, who wrote the book Homie Don't Play That.
3: which oh, is, that was re- listen, that was a really good episode. Yeah, and I, I, I just
1: happened to just post the book and then he was like, Hey, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm like Oh, I'm shooting my shot. I was not. I'm just. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I gotta do it. Yo, and lo and it, behold, like it happened. <laughs> I remember I was like, I, I'm t-
3: Vic, you would not believe who I got. <laughs> uh, I, I love that was really good. No, I I love that. It's it's inspired. I get so inspired by everyone around us. Like like it's uh for so long I felt like I was doing it solo, but like in my bedroom. But found like a really great community online, and then I kind of had shifted and once it started to come more in person it's when it all got so much better like i'd much rather hang out with people in real life it's just so much more fun
1: yeah and you yeah you, and you pick up off it you pick off off their um, energies too like sometimes in some cases you can do that off of zoom like i remember when we had our mega versus episode yeah with like pops do grandmaster facts and all like they
3: i mean we had a ball we did Oh yeah. I mean, the editor can come through. It's just it's fun. And not even just recording, even just like getting to like hang out with people who like know what stuff is. Like we all had coffee on sat- we had on Saturday or like at this point in my life all of my personal and professional relationships are somehow tied back to like the podcast world. We end up yeah, <laughs> you end up like actually like forming personal yeah. uh, friendships with people. Nate was a guest. That's how we met, ten years ago. Yeah my old co-host like we're talking like, episode like 10 maybe 10 like that yeah, yeah. just about that early. i had a co-host early on who left or the was resign uh mike he decided he wasn't for him but i just kind of kept going and then you and i had kind of stayed in touch and then now it's 10 years later and yeah. mm-hmm. i got you you and julia come over for christmas eve and like you know it's 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 awesome i i love it like it's so many of my friends my jobs like pretty much all it, and I'm sure we were talking about before about everything's a learning experience. At least with like all the style podcast that the four of us are doing, like we all seem to have the curiosity gene. So yeah. like you get to meet so many cool people that you would never get to talk to yeah, in a yeah. million years. Sometimes I mean, I've gotten to talk to my hero. Thankfully, all my heroes were like not famous, but, <laughs> but you know it's you know sometimes they are. Like you know it's 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 a surreal experience. with sometimes those people like that you like look up to for years like become your your friends. You're like, oh that's weird. I'm getting texts from so and so or whatever. It's it's a it's a cool I, I love it. It's a really great experience. It's I've always joked that podcast like it's just an adult play date. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Kinda of that you can just document.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like how else do you get some of these people to come sit and talk to you for an hour?
1: Here's one person that I was interested in how you was able to get. Oh I love these. Go ahead. Chris Gethin. Oh yeah. That was How did that yeah. happen?
3: That was another <laughs> uh, the, the camera. Moment, uh, <laughs> man. This one it's kind of uh, anticlimactic, but it, it, yeah, this is good. Uh, so I'm in. Uh, so I grew up in the the Connecticut like music scene, like the uh, like punk, ska, emo, hardcore world. Uh, but so there's a. Popular uh, Facebook group it was called New Jersey Pop Punk 1994 to 2000 or whatever and like pretty much members of all of my favorite bands were in there and Chris Gethard's personal profile had a different name. I saw him in the, he was in the group. I just saw his name in there forever. And I just like sat on that and just waited and waited and waited. And then I uh, one day, so we had, I would interact and comment on some of the stuff. So just so there's like a little awareness. And then one day he did a self promotion for his podcast, um, New Jersey is the world. So that's a tip for everyone too. Uh, when you're trying to get like someone bigger, try to get them, ask them on when they're promoting their passion project. Cause he's not going to come talk to me for like a big project, but if he's doing his, pro- so he had a passion project. So I just hit him up in the comments and then he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then just like that. I mean, I think it helped. I had we had enough mutual friends and I've had enough guests built up where I like uh, my th- my personal theory is if I can get a message to someone and I can put in three names they know they'll read it and if you read it then there's a chance to do it. So we had enough people of much mutual friends. Like I feel very fortunate with Let's Chat. Like I've had a lot of guests on who don't do podcasts that are big in little niche worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that must have helped to be like you talk to so and so or like or like Matt uh, Stewart from like Streetlight Manifesto. Like they do not do podcast. Two of those guys have been on my show. No. Yeah. Nice. Like, stuff like that. So I think. I think that, I I, you know, I don't know, you have to ask him. And he was so kind and generous. I was just like, uh.
1: uh, uh. Yeah, and then when, it get, when you get those, like, guests like that or those opportunities, it's just like, it kind of just lights that fire up. Yeah, it lights that fire, and you're like, I wonder I wonder if I can get somebody bigger. Yep. I wonder who who else can I get?
3: Yep. Who else
1: can I get? What other opportunities you oh, that yeah. we can get? like the, yeah.
3: Yeah, I got vulture. I got in vulture for that. For, I got like a little review for that. Shout out Matt Kershaw for featuring me yet again. I love. It. He's a great journal, uh, great podcast uh, journalist, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty fucking surreal to be quite honest. <laughs> it was like, uh... and then I saw him do stand up uh, in the pandemic up at uh, Ralph's this dive bar in Worcester. And like after we did the interview and walked over and, uh, afterwards and said hello and it's like yeah I don't know if you remember he's like oh of course I do and like got to talk for a little bit. I was like nice kind of really cool.
1: it makes you feel really good, especially so, if they remember you. Yeah, like
3: I getting to go to concerts or anything where like on the guest list still feels so cool. Like I just got <laughs> to do that in Boston and it was like still feels kind of weird. I don't belong here. <laughs> mm. yeah. Honestly, I wait, go ahead.
1: Ben. Oh, go ahead. Honestly, I honestly feel like that when we do when we do like the panels at
3: Comic-Con. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we saw yeah. your Carl's. I saw Carl. like I, I missed the end of it cuz Felicity got sick, but I, I got to see your uh the puppet one. <laughs> with uh, Bill Diamond and uh, who I, I was actually a big fan of his so I was so jealous of you but you
4: killed
3: it I went yeah. in there blind not knowing
1: a damn thing but I just did my research and yeah awesome guy like all three all the three of them Gigi Edgley who I was like yeah I think I just fell in love with her she was so sweet uh, Bill Diamond was so cool he let me hold one of his Emmys so I held an <sighs> Emmy <laughs> that's that's you know
3: how did you do with the uh the wrestling people uh trish and Lita Lita were a lot of fun you had a lot of comments about that one (laughs) (laughs) that one and bret Hart putting sunglasses on my
1: head was probably like my biggest like my most like viral videos i
3: mean yeah that was i uh, i don't usually go viral like that so it was viral to my standards (laughs) no that, that you were awesome i was like like, watch like a proud dad. I was like, oh my God, he's doing great. <laughs> you know, I heard you. I mentioned Kodos Prime. Yeah. I hear, I hear Chris, woo! And I'm like, <laughs> and
1: I like and once I saw I was like, fucking yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, I said me Vic.
3: Yep. Yeah, I feel that way for a lot of uh, the Rhode Island podcasts. Like, this proud dad has been sitting and like just watching from afar for everyone. And I'm like, I'm just so proud of all of you.
1: That, we, greatly, we greatly appreciate him. And then when Vic
0: got to do his, I'm just like Who was
3: you him. with? I didn't get to see. Are you Sunday? Uh, did you do it on, on Sunday?
0: I did both on Friday. Cause oh, they, they, they moved both on. Because right. you,
3: you had one I really wanted to go to, but it was Friday. I ended up having. To, I wasn't get to go on Friday.
0: Yeah, one was with uh, Timothy Zahn. Yep. Uh, the author of uh, the Thrawn trilogy. That's right. And uh, the other one was with the uh, um, some of the actors from the Star Wars prequel trilogy. That was the one I wanted to go, including for. Jar Jar Binks. Yep, Vic had, got, got him to do the, Vic got him to do the voice. Fives. <laughs> I'm <Is laughs> he was willing to yeah well it wasn't me it was like somebody from the audience was oh
3: okay about. yeah is it am best right <laughs> yep. yeah i've listened to he's a fascinating guy like that how like that like almost like him you know, suicidal and how awful yeah. star wars fans and it wasn't even his fault but yeah, it sounds but, like he's had a really good uh path to the redemption people were oh, yeah. pretty
2: brutal to the um the the guy who played young Anakin oh too, jake lloyd they, yeah, yeah yeah really
3: like, yeah Star I Wars fans, were, what? Yeah. Mm. Star
2: Wars fans being fucked up, what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I,
1: yeah now, last I heard, he still wasn't—he still wasn't doing too well. Uh,
0: oh, Jake Lloyd, yeah,
1: okay. like he, so he just took that dark path.
3: Oh, I can see it. Like, I'm so sensitive. I don't know if I can handle it on a global scale. And I know, like, the accent wasn't Ahmed best is—is is his choice or anything like that. And like, if you ever want to have fun, there is the most hilarious. Unintentionally hilarious documentary about them. It's like them making uh, the making of the Star Wars prequels movies, yeah. but it's hilarious because like it's George Lucas like talking to all everyone be like, and all this, all be gone, all be computers, and it cuts to like all the people like this, like I don't know if this is gonna work, and then <laughs> you know notoriously, I, I'm not a Star Wars person, but I I don't really like those ones or so, like- I. The prequels. Yeah. I I to be quite honest, I'm not really a fan of any of the like I like the newest movies I'll watch, but uh I Mandal- Mandalorians where I kinda come in for mm-hmm. Star Wars.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that's a that's a good that's a good entry point. Yeah, I'm just making sure that this yeah. thing stops stuttering. It's like it's like an old TV. CRT TV. Boom. <laughs> just, just the bunny ears. Yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, you know, you know, speaking of Mandalorian, um, I, I am I am mildly curious for season three because I, I I feel I felt like um, season two ended on, on a really good note. Yeah, did. But then like book of Boba Fett, you you could tell like Jon Favreau got bored halfway. I was like, yeah, I, I, let's let's bring back Mando because I'm bored with this Boba Fett character. What do you think
3: happened? Do you think it was like a budget thing? You're like, well, we've got these two extra episodes of Mandalorian, we couldn't put it anywhere. Yeah. And we're out of money to make any more Boba So What if we just get the guy out of the episode? Yeah. And why I, did they kill the sand people? That was like I was so like oh it, there was some. <laughs> odd choices in that.
0: There were. And, and I think that Disney realized like, oh, wait, wait, it's like because at the end of season two of, Ma- of Mandalorian, like, you know, Grogu, Baby Yoda and... You know, was given to Luke, and then you know, you thought they were gonna go their separate ways. Finally, but then Disney execs were like, "We really like money, and 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 we really like this <laughs> it's very merchandisable. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to bring yeah. back the merchandising opportunity. I, I I mean, Grogu, Baby Yoda. So yeah, let's just bring him back uh, in, in Book of Boba Fett. And so yeah. it's like Mandalorian season three kind of feels like we're going backwards in terms of like storytelling momentum. Yeah. So it's like it really would have to impress me to see what they have planned. Yeah,
1: I mean, they did, did the same thing with Obi Wan, and that ended up turning out real good. I did but, like
3: Obi Wan a lot. Yeah, I well, was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, but all we
0: want is a prequel. So, you know. dude, I was interested.
1: Did Hayden yeah. Christian? Did Hayden Christiansen redeem himself?
0: I, I think he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, because you hated him for. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was. It, it was. It's a, in the teens <laughs> yeah, it, it was a combination of things, like you know, like there are some actors who can rise above bad directing. Or spotted directing, like for for example, Ewan McGregor, he was always good as Obi Wan, even in the prequels. Mm-hmm. But um, but other actors, like you know, Hayden Christensen, he was just like a block of wood in those movies. Because you know, you, you, how, how are you going to act around faster, more intense as like your as your main directing, uh, you know, objectives?
2: Especially uh, when you're surrounded by uh, green by tennis balls on sticks, <laughs> tennis balls like
0: blue screens, green screens everywhere. It's like yeah, the power of imagination can only go so far here. <laughs>
3: It's crazy. Kamal Johnny is now in Star Wars and Marvel.
0: That's right, yeah.
3: And, like, that's weird. And, and, and I'm such a fan of his. Like, There's a ton of comedians. I don't know them personally, but I've listened to on podcasts for years and years. And he's, like, one of those pe- So it's like you feel like you know him because, mm. like, you've been listening, to, following his career forever. Like, I used to listen to a lot of Nerdist or whatever. I think it's called uh, ID10T now. Mm. And just all these people i would listened to. And now there's a lot of those people have gone on to do big things. Like, yeah, Kamal! i like... We don't know each other, but I feel <laughs> like we do. Like, I root for him. Yeah, like, you like, yeah, come out. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Big time. Did you ever see The Big Sick? Yep, I have. That was so good. It was. And I'm like, I've heard that story a thousand times. Did you? Mm-hmm. I did not. No. Mm. His, uh, Emily V. Gordon almost did Let's Chat. That was one of those. We, got, <laughs> we talked, about to get it set up, and then just one of those never happened. I have a long list of almost happens. Mm.
0: <laughs> Usually right. my fault. Yeah. <laughs> and... Also, too, like speaking of guests, like without mentioning any names, of course, like were there any guests that like that for some reason or another didn't quite meet your expectations or like like on paper, it was just like this oh, this guy this, right here like this was this is this sounds great on paper, but then when you spoke with them for some reason or another, it just didn't work out I mean there's gotta be
3: i can't i don't nothing's coming to my I, I'm sure there is. But anytime, maybe it's my own personal thing. Anytime that happens, I just blame myself. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be, That's usually it. But yeah, there's definitely times. And then I, 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 I did learn. I would like to say early on, but I did remember like having tamper my expectations of like, okay, we're not going to be friends after this. You know, like sometimes like there has to be sometimes like I've had those experiences and realize and then listen back or something or get feedback. Be like that was me that wanted too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, honestly, I don't. I don't. I can't think of anyone on the top of my head, but they've been pretty, pretty good. I like to think I've got pretty fortunate of getting good at uh, picking the good people, but there's definitely a lot of duds. I mean, yeah. you know, like two hundred plus episodes, some of them are going to be yeah. terrible. Well, this, uh, this country, Not this Phoenix. question came yeah. from Steambox. <laughs> from who? <laughs>
1: this Steambox episode uh, yesterday. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love those cats.
3: Can I, yeah. can, I um, can I shout out your fan base by the way, the Codex crew? Sure. Thing. My God, you guys have! I remember the, the, we did this before the pandemic, and we did this, and you guys had people like commenting and like talking. I was like, what? How do they do that? And like, and now get being a part of and in, involved within your fan base. You guys have like some of the coolest, kindest fan base out there in podcasts. Also, very attractive.
2: Okay Very good looking crew
3: <laughs> A lot of hotties to sort it out In case you didn't know that Oh damn yeah. Alright like, like, <laughs> The fact that you guys Put on a live show And people left their homes And went to it In Pawtucket Was Blew my mind It blew mine too <laughs> I, I told this to Carl The next day I My show was on hiatus Defunct for like A few months I had not done Anything. I was on your show the next day or like, I had a thousand new downloads from you guys and like, and they weren't BS. Cause like I now know I have to, I've learned how to look all that stuff up and I went through and I'm like, no, this is like legit. They're not all from like Jakarta or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they were all from like the States and like your, your online community is like, it's, it's awesome. And I, I remember like first doing that with you guys. And that was actually the first thing I was like, maybe I need to do video. But like, I know when I was actually kind of going through my own head of like, again, I was about to quit the show yet again. And then I came to the circle of like having Nate come on on a co-host. but it was you guys and fun bearable. I was looking at, I was like, what is the difference? Like, how do they get this like engaged fan base that does fan art and like, likes them and knows them. I was like, Best friends with you. They have a friend with them, and then so you guys are part of the emptiness of how this all came to be. But I was always—I've really been inspired by all, all that. Like I really like your fan base; they're so nice. Except they're all saying "fuck you" right now, right? <laughs> no, I'm <just> uh, <laughs> no. no, like every time I've ever interacted with anyone through the Codex world has been so lovely. Like I don't know if you guys know Vern from *Cinema Recall*, but like I know you guys post in each other's groups. Like fellow, fans. like same thing. Like a lot of crossover. I met him through you. He came to oh yeah yeah he came to Comic Con a couple yeah. years ago. And we actually met IRL. Yeah, he flew out from Ashley, They flew out from Minneapolis to Rhode Comic Con two years ago. Wow! And we got to meet. He was one of my oldest podcast friends. It was really cool. Now, I have a picture of all of us. That yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. I was just saw the now, now I remember that. I think I we literally walked in Comic Con and, and Carl was just standing there. I'm like, Carl, come be your picture. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much how that went. <laughs>
0: yeah and I'll say too like like the bulk of our of our of our fans too like and 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 the guests too like you know i gotta i gotta give shouts uh, uh praise to carl because like with his you know ace networking skills like he's able to he's able to corral like the majority of our guests like have an absolute like ninety nine point ninety nine percent of our guests have been absolutely solid um and it's a testament to him that that we've that we've that our show's actually grown because of 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 the quality of guests we've had yeah you know um and, and like I said, like our, our our show, like we we utilize the best our our best strengths. Uh, oh, yeah. in, in, in the show, like with the network with your networking skills, Carl. If it was just me, like it, I'd be lucky if we get like a third of the success <laughs> we had. Because like, because for me, it's like for me, it's just like I'll just focus on like focus on like the content and then upload it. I'll tell a couple people and then yep. be like hey if some, it, oh if, oh 10 views cool that, that's double digits that's, that's that makes my day I, i'd be content with that so but but yeah with carl with with carl's like efforts like yeah codex Prime would not be what it is without without him so i love, that. I love your dynamic
1: trying to put a tear mm. in my eyes yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah. know just,
0: just gotta you know
3: no, it's isn't like, it weird how it's hard to say nice things to your friends? <laughs> like, in, all, in all honesty, honestly, like yeah. It's like no, a all I want strange for that, thing. All I want for
2: that last for that whole monologue is just that camera over there slowly zooming in. <laughs> <laughs> the last one just a single teardrop, drop
3: and, and then Codex is over forever. No, yeah, I'll final episode. That. I can't do that. Codex is just be it's literally
1: just become like a huge part of my life.
3: Can you quit, quit it? Cuz I I've, I've tried no. to quit a couple times. Nope. I, I think I'm, I'm like, I, I know that's like an analogy, from, I've heard this with musicians, like there's musicians and then like, there's some people play music and maybe they make it their career, they do it forever or whatever. And there's some people who play music and no matter what happens, they're gonna be playing at the bar every Friday night at the restaurant, it, like it's just in their blood. And I feel that way about like, but let's chat, I was like, I don't think I can get rid of this if I wanted to. And I've tried twice. Once, once I did quit and just was so depressed I didn't tell anyone.
4: Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like legitimately. Oh yeah, and, and I, I was I was gonna be like my next question, like for, for both of y'all, like like what motivates you to 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 keep doing your sh- to to keep podcasting, even if there are times where you just feel like you know uninspired or just like un- disinterested in continuing, or f- just or just feeling like eh, I, I just can't muster up
2: enough interest. Like, what keeps you going? I mean, you feel shittier if you don't, <laughs> like <laughs> like. You you can feel shitty, but also like if you do nothing, it's like oh this is way worse than doing uh, than doing something, even if doing something feels a little crappy. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I, I like that's
4: a good point. I don't.
3: <laughs> I don't even at this point what I I was really thinking about it, and it should be money and fame and all that stuff. But it, it's the it's uh to quote BB King, he would always there's a great BB King quote that said he would he always would say um uh it was it I get paid to travel, I play for free. And I've always felt that about the podcast. Like this is the bread and butter for me. Everything else is work. Getting to sit down and talk to people is just, I absolutely love it. Like even if there's no, like I really truly believe if like, I end up in like a, what's that, a Tom Hanks movie on an island. Oh, Castaway. castaway. Yeah, we end up in a Castaway, I'm literally gonna set up like a little, uh, get my own Wilson and start like, so Wilson, tell me what about the weather is like, Like I don't, I just don't think I can get rid of it. It's mm. it's in my blood. I, I love getting to talk to people. I also love having an excuse to talk to the heroes and I have to love, having an excuse to get written up about in the press. <laughs> so ego, is that what it all comes down to? Ego. No, I think also, it's, I'm, yeah, I think
2: like, this is something I've been sort of thinking about a lot in my own life too. It's like, there are so like the extent to which I'm going to get really philosophical and kind of weird, but, um, okay. the extent to which I think like productivity, the concept of the concept of productivity, is ingrained in our brains mm. like you have to beat that you have to fight it and like i yeah. like you you just you have to do something for yourself and just like cuz there anytime you do anything artistic anything that you're not making a dollar from there's like a really creepy part of your brain that just says like, well, what's this for? Like what, you're yes. not making any money off of it. You're, you're using some of the precious time you have on this earth to do something that will make you no money. Mm-hmm. It will, like, it's not for anything, but mm-hmm. it's like, I do things because the thing that I do things for is to do them. Like I don't, there's mm-hmm. not, you don't need to do something for a purpose. Mm-hmm. You just do it because you like to doing something because you like to is enough of a reason and like training your brain to kind of accept the fact that like i enjoy doing this and that can be the only reason it happens like i you know i make a i i'm a painter so i sit around making like a crappy painting that's not very good and no one will see (laughs) <laughs> you're allowed. You're just like yeah. you don't have to like listen to that voice that says like, "Oh, you're never gonna be a professional painter." So what are you doing?
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. Because like, especially like, given that we live in like a capitalist society where it's like the like you said like the part of your brain is like, "Oh." I should be monetizing this, like
2: this this hobby. Yo, how do I leverage this on at least onto my resume or something? Like yeah, that. it's like it's fuck like, off.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like everything, like <laughs> our interests, like even just like the smallest patches like, oh oh, like if you take something up, like a picture on your Instagram, like you think it's a it's a, it's a fun photo, but then it's like, maybe I can, I, I can turn this account into something. Maybe I can start a
2: Patreon page. It's, it's, oh, like, it's like, it's like how do I turn the the photos that I like to take into internet clout that I can then turn? It
3: into. Yeah, right. so, I do. I'll be honest, I do like the clout <laughs> uh, I, I, do too. Oh, I love, love the clout no yeah. i will like admit that a big piece of like what the cross strategy stuff that we yeah. talk about is it's, uh, in our online business community they call it visibility but it's it's clout yeah like, I, I will not like i um remember it was like 2016 i got a feature in vulture uh, and um huffington post and like my my parents like literally cried they were so happy and oh, it was wow. like it wasn't even just like oh my god look i'm in the paper it was like my mom and dad were just like and then you know i yeah, school was always really hard for me and all these and a lot of stuff i fucking su- pretty much suck at pretty much everything besides this <laughs> and like it was just this weird moment of like yeah it was such it was like my, par- and my, my parents were on my show before god i had them in the i don't know like early on so it was like that little stuff it was just like yeah it, it is it's so it was so surreal yeah so it's for the clout no, but and, yeah, I I do love the clout. For yeah, I, I do love like, the money. <laughs> and the we don't money. make money.
1: What? Is, what makes you? How the hell do you put up with me every week?
0: I ask myself that uh, often. I believe it. Yeah, I, I believe it. This like, is
3: why Codex works.
0: Like, like, because <laughs> like, like our our dynamic it, it works per, uh, perfectly on the show. Like, yeah. cause like, cause we're, we're pretty much like worlds apart. Yeah. Uh, and like our opposites like really make for like a great odd couple dynamic on the show. I love it. Um, off, off camera, sometimes there, there are moments of like, err. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh.
3: It means we actually likewise. like each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but yeah, like I said, like our, our show is tailored tight to, like, to our best strengths. Yeah.
3: You know? Well, true love in like relationships <laughs> is being shitty to somebody and knowing that you're, there's, that, you know, like the people you're the closest with are kind of the, the shittiest that you are to. Like I'm. Do we do that
4: again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I screenshot that. Yeah.
3: I love that. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, like and your partner or something like that. Like I, I probably say the worst stuff to my wife than I than I say to like acquaintances. Sorry, Victoria. You do not, not say. Don't speak. <laughs> well, Sorry. either the way around. Well, if Nate and Julia around, then Julia and Victoria team perfect, up I'm on a, us. I'm an angel to
4: Julia. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Julia's like, mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think it's – and the the job I had before when I worked at Butler that I loved uh, – when I worked at – well, Health Path was my program. I worked um, outpatient for p- adults with uh, coming out with um, – uh, uh, God, it's been so long I've been there. Uh, it was – Mental, if someone who's like mental health and our substance use, you know, substance use disorder and mental health are very co incurred, disorder very popular. But I literally worked with every type of human being. Like I you know, I used to run recovery, like AA meetings and stuff like that. I would literally, in the course of the day, I would be sometimes I'd be at the social security office with an unhoused human person. And then at the end of the day, I'll be in Newport in someone's a CEO's mansion. Yeah. And alcoholism, mental health crosses the border. And the thing I love is. I love people and the podcast allows me to talk to literally every type of person in the world. And that's all I ever want. Like, I hate, like I be honest, white people, I'm not so great on them. (laughs) I knew a lot of white people who have just like, especially the ones I like where I grew up devil, yeah the, the white devil <laughs> over here like yeah. no like, I grew up in like a very diverse area but I remember like going to like college and meeting white kids who like never met like a like, like they didn't know black people or Hispanic people and I was mm-hmm. like are you kidding me have you had the food <laughs> have you ever been to a black barbecue you are missing out
0: seasoning what is that man?
3: yeah oh those are the best tiktoks with uh with uh 2020 happens like i thought i had covid it turns out my wife is just white and it was like but they're like they cooking and it's like a hispanic guy and it was so true and it was so true like i know it's like cliche but i i, I love diversity of people and thoughts and ideas and I just usually just want to eat and goof around most of the time. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) The wildest TikToks that I see are just British people, like, looking at somebody preparing a normal recipe and being like, -like." (laughs) garlic. Oh
4: my God. Oh my God.
3: That is the greatest thing. I love that. I
1: love. Do you know, know someone, how much it just warms my soul just hearing <laughs> you guys say that Yeah,
3: like though oddly I, enough, I never I met about COVID. turned yeah. out my wife is just white. <laughs> uh, oh, I actually never met a Jewish person until I went to college. Just throwing that out there. That mm. don't know why that's interesting, but it is. It's not. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, yeah, and think, thinking about th- thinking about that too. Like, thinking about my uh, college experience. Like even even in, even in grad school. Like when I when i was at emerson like i've met uh like like white kids who like they've like their their frame of reference is such that they haven't heard of any like black media at all yeah like like for example like i ran into i ran into students students who legitimately had never heard of the fresh prince of bel-air and i'm looking at them like i just got
2: mad I'm like, w- I grew up in like the whitest suburb you care to think of, and it was just, it was just on ABC. It's like ABC Family programming. You know? Yeah, like it
0: like, was in like, West Philadelphia, like <laughs> born like- and raised. <laughs> On a playgrounds where I spent most of my days, chilling like, out, Max Max and, Max and relaxing, so and cool. Yeah, like people outside school.
3: Some guys started making trouble in my neighborhood. <laughs>
0: yeah, can we, well, first of all, can we put that? Oh yeah. Oh, another show. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It was weird. Like they I ain't like you nothing. <laughs> like they. I'm halfway <laughs> in. I'm halfway in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not have uh, Three more to go. Like I, like I met like wh- like like white kids like some white kids who like they they rattled off like shows like Seinfeld friends sex in the city like all day every day but, oh yeah like, you mentioned a black show these blank stares like i but they yeah. all knew the cosby show yeah weirdly enough well
3: living single is way better than the cosby show throwing it out there
0: it is i've and watched it recently yet again Living
3: single is basically friends it, yeah it was but good
4: yeah
3: <laughs> and i also grew up in that peak era of upn tv where, like, television was like, took on black culture and then just kind of abandoned it, which is really unfortunate. But, like, Homeboys and Out of yeah. Space!
0: <laughs> oh, Lord.
3: I interviewed a writer from that. Oh. Mike Price. I Garrett hit, hit me up afterwards. I, I, he would probably talk to you guys. He's one of the nicest people. He's the reason I got into Vulture. He's a longtime Simpsons writer. Uh, he's the co creator of FS for Family with Bill Burr. Oh, and, my God. Um, That's how we had met. He's really, and he's another one of those people, like, I can't believe. And we're still, like, Twitter friendly, uh, but yeah, hit yeah. me up at old we'll talk. He's yeah, I need that. I need he's it. wonderful, uh, but um, he's got this fascinating television career, and I even said because he's he wrote for um Teen Angel. Does anyone remember that shitty TGIF mm-hmm. TV? It's, yeah, no so one remembers
1: my TGIF. My was Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and Dinosaurs.
3: Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So he that he wrote for that and like Homeboy Dinosaurs a while back. It's really good. You know That's how they all
0: da- yeah. Oh the end. Yeah, yeah. absolutely wild. Yeah. the end da- is what the media that was when the media hit something like that. Oh, oh, no, global, global warming. Global warming the volcano covered like the atmosphere in yeah. Oh, <laughs> Earl, oh, yeah. Earl's yeah. company ruined all the trees. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the 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 news anchor was like good night forever. Goodbye. And then it faded to black. I'm good. like huh. Yeah.
4: What?
3: But Mike he wrote for Homeboys Outer Space and like he's written for the what's considered the worst television show ever made and the greatest Hmm. fascinating guy he's really good i talked to a lot of tv writers Hmm. i I love talking to like writers and like people like that and stuff like that
1: nice
0: yeah need
3: you a little black book (laughs) yeah that's actually that's actually something we needed to be we're putting together as what we're to get for uh as our, our package deal but you know People like people we like will we'll connect you to some good guests. Nice. Okay. <laughs> huh? You know, you guys should talk to my buddy Bob too. He, um, I met him when he was writing for iZombie because nobody watched iZombie but me. Uh, he came up great, and we just became friends. But now he's, um, he's on Cobra Kai now, which okay. is about to end. Which I've heard is really good. I've not watched. And I've he,
1: been hearing good. I've been hearing nothing but good things about it. They highlight. Yeah. They like main evented Comic Con like the yeah. past like, three years. Mm. It's
3: insane. I get shit from him for not watching it. <laughs> all like every time I communicate I'm like, I'm sorry, Bob. But yeah, <laughs> he's a good guy.
0: Oh, speak, oh speaking of stuff to watch, uh about let's, if we if we turn to focus on movies, uh Nate. Oh, why is that Nate? <laughs> have you
2: have you seen Everything Everywhere All At Once? I haven't seen it. <sighs> you got I to. really want to. I've heard phenomenal things, just yep. it just didn't happen.
3: Jesus, have you seen Pootie Tang? <laughs> no. It's been a while since I've seen it. I love
2: Pootie Tang.
0: Oh man. Like, what was the last, uh, like, like recent film you've seen? Or a film that was, like... Was it Blank years. Man? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs>
3: Wait, it's Monster Squad at my house, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, Monster
2: Squad's out of control. Good. Yeah, that might have been the last time. Far and away one of the best best movies I've ever seen. But, um, oh, God. See, this is this is really bad. Wow. This is going to be a half hour of dead air. Woo! Um, get, that, get, that, get, get that pen ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, hereditary. Oh! Hereditary. Oh, man! Oh, hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> what did was, you think? Amazing. Phenomenal. Yes. So oh, good. That's like sick. Fuck. I'm I'm a monster when it Carol comes to like, like well respected horror movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I thought I thought hereditary was basically just Rosemary's baby but good. Mm. But people people will people will defend Rosemary's baby for ages. I found it really boring. They're going for like the creeping dread thing, but it's more like nothing happens. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> and then at the end they're like, "Oh, by the way, everybody was was Satanists," and it's like, "I don't care that much because oh, yeah. you haven't inspired me to care about the main characters that much." Oh, but yeah. Hereditary, just the way everything like the, the like trap just closes in on everyone, yes, is god damn, that movie's so good. Oh, have <laughs> you? Oh, okay, Tony now Colette. I gotta ask you: Have
0: you? I was. I'm sorry, <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say Tony Collette was
2: as amazing. In oh, Tony Collette's amazing. in Everything. Oh my god, she's so good. Yeah. Have
1: you done what we issued was the uh Ariaster challenge
2: <laughs> um I'm, i'll I'll accept it
4: okay
1: you've already completed one third of the challenge okay <laughs> then you have to watch midsummer.
2: Haven't caught that one yet. I have to be. I'm. I really want to, but I'm trying to. I gotta be in like the right mood to just see a lot of like screaming bloodshed. You know. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, <laughs> first of all, for for putting
2: me onto this, mm-hmm. your mama. Okay. <laughs> the
1: strange thing about the Johnsons.
2: Heard of it? Haven't seen it yet. Yeah,
0: that, that's his a uh, short film. It's on yeah, YouTube. It's, it's,
2: I, is it, it? That was like his first film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Incredibly fucked up premise. Yes. Yes! (laughs) Yes! Like, staggeringly fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like...
1: Chris's face is like,
3: should I?
1: And I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna make you no. feel good. Yeah, it no, I, so. I, I don't touch her. Yeah, no, it, it's not. You know, what? I actually yeah. challenged you and Victoria to watch it together.
3: I'm a baby. I don't do anything scary. it's it's, oh, yeah.
1: it's, yeah. It, it's a when obviously with Felicity yeah. asleep. Yeah, no, it, I, I I don't. I, mean, I, I, I mean, haven't I'm caught so it, bad. but
2: I don't think it's like a scary movie. It's just it's, like it's, it's not just scary. It's just It's very unsettling. what's
0: it about? It's a feel bad movie. Oh, fun.
2: Feel bad movie of the summer. Yeah, it's a like
0: Precious. Let, let's just say it's about based a, off
3: the no was that Precious based off the book by uh, Sapphire, Sapphire. <laughs> but uh, did you see Precious
0: no okay. yeah but uh, with the str- yeah, so strange get it. but yeah strange thing about the Johnsons uh, let's just say it's it about
2: it. let's, let's just say it's about
0: a very peculiar
2: <laughs> relationship
0: yeah <you know, laughs> let's just leave it at that
3: now that I don't work in behavioral health I can watch fucked up things I had a period where I couldn't do any true crime because like you know i work with people and hear about trauma all they're trauma all day and oh, yeah. Sometimes just like get home, I like, I can't do it. Mm. Now I actually been starting to get back into some weird, darker thought stuff again because I can. Oh, you t- oh, what was?
1: Oh my god, it was another. It was another movie too that was actually pretty. It was messed up. It's on HBO Max. We both watched it.
0: Oh. Airbnb. Oh, Barbarian.
2: Haven't caught it yet. Uh, heard good things mm, really want to it's very very I'm like good. I'm really digging on the trend I think we're in like a real horror golden age right now yeah oh, and yeah. I'm despite it all I'm very excited about every new movie that comes out and then I do not watch them <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would
0: say like uh. add barbarian to your list as well as uh, black phone um as that. and this uh, it's like a two- parter because they're in the same series X and uh, it's it's prequel pearl with both with uh, Mia goth
2: okay. Yeah. I heard some buzz about Pearl. I hadn't heard about X.
0: Yeah, X is like uh, it, it was the first film that came out in like that um, that X series or trilogy. Um, the the third movie that I think is going to come out this year, Maxine with. Didn't that come X's. out a while ago?
2: Triple X with Vin Diesel.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's a different uh, Triple X, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> Cage. <laughs> but yeah, C X and Pearl like a good, nice double feature. Yeah,
2: Not, yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Oh man, Chris get really high and watch that show. Oh, if,
3: if if you guys record me and do a live stream of me watching it, I'll do it for you guys. I'm dead serious. You
1: the light bulb.
3: I will totally get super... Light yeah. bulb. I've gotten hot, very stoned and gone to several movies. It's one of my favorite things. Mm.
4: Wow.
3: Endgame? Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Another one... Another one that you have to do, and I'm gonna make Vic like roll his roll his eyes and probably slide into his like slide into his, slide off his seat. Watch a Tubi movie. A what movie? A Tubi
3: movie. It, it's... Well, I thought you said a Goofy movie, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's great." I yeah. would never
0: be smirched that classic. Yeah, watch yeah. A Goofy movie. It's you're, classic. You're better watching a Goofy movie than a Tubi movie. Like Tubi, the app. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: First of all, it's free. It's,
4: a movie.
1: it's free. You don't need to. <laughs> you don't quitty. need to sign in. You can if you don't want commercials, but you don't. I mean, they're just. I look at it this way: everybody's got to start somewhere. But damn, if these ain't some of the most humble beginning movies you ever (laughs) watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's one called The Psychic. I have a friend who was in it. That's how I was put onto it. And um, let's (laughs) just say somebody strikes a punch going that way, and the person falls the complete
3: opposite direction. On purpose? Or just like, it's that bad? It's that bad. Okay, that sounds
0: fun. when peop- just basic fundamentals aren't there, oh, the, the fundamentals are not there. Like uh, when people shoot a gun, they actually say <laughs> sound effects, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, oh, there's that's a that's
1: you funny. go on TikTok and just go to be movies be like, and you'll just have a. Oh, this better be a, you guys have to have a side
0: YouTube show out of this. This is brilliant. <laughs> I want
1: <laughs> to. I, I want to. Yeah,
0: it's. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, it, these these are movies that, um, well. I, I I wouldn't put to put them on my resume, but you know hey, you gotta work. You, 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 you gotta start somewhere. I mean, yeah. if if they were student films, they would probably get Fs. But uh, yeah, Damn. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> Funny. <great>. Well, <laughs> I actually
1: so, here is something that I got for you. I actually watched I watched one recently called "Pray for the Bear." Oh, guess where it was shot? Oh,
0: was it shot he- here? Yep, in Rhode Island.
1: <gasps> yep, Pre- Providence Pre- to be exact. And, what? And it's a Tubi movie. Yes, I actually know like the filmmaker. Oh, who
0: who did it?
1: Uh, Stanley Hot in Rhode Island. Very nice guy. I will say it's like okay, he nobody in the movie. People that I did know that I do know are in the movie. It's like all right, let's just let's just try out our acting legs for once. So none of them are actors. Mm. But I will say the drone aerial shots of Providence are gorgeous.
3: That's not, that's not a, a ringing right.
1: And then you got the movie and it's just like, all right, this is cool. It, it's, it's like, it's on the level of state property. Oh, God. But like, it's just cool to like, oh, yeah, look at Chet. I was like, ah, look at Chet. Ah, look at DJ Franchise. Ah, DJ Boom. Shout out to DJ Boom, by the way. We, uh, we DJ to 40th together. And it was actually a hell of a lineup. Me, Lady Ruck, DJ Maddock, and DJ Boom, just like in one night. That was fun.
3: I was um, so impressed by your DJing, by the way. At the Codex thing. I, like His, <laughs> I, I knew you were a DJ, but I never heard you spin. I was like, damn, Carl. I think they walked over to Vixen her. I was like, Carl's like really good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny fun fact like about that is- night,
1: about that night, me DJing that night. Totally on the fly. What? just did not even think about it like like you
3: weren't just hitting play and walking away you were like actually doing stuff and mixing it i was like yeah the thing Eww. was just like i right, look
1: i'm like so we were set up and i'm just and i'm sitting there i i was sitting there and i'm just like my equipment's in the car we're going to need some music all right let me just set my stuff up
3: that's how that went do you listen to a lot of mashup at all
1: yeah, I do my blend. I do blends. I have a I have a mix CD. I have a mixtape coming out
3: soon. Oh, oh, do you listen to Girl Talk at all? Girl Talk, the mashup artist. No. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love him. DJ. Oh,
2: I mean, uh, he he. He stopped producing a while back. He, that, that no, he yeah.
3: Life. Now he's like a rapper. He's no. an actual DJ now. Really? He does a lot of stuff like Wiz Khalifa. Oh, fun, yeah, but like, but yeah, I
2: mean, he would have been what like summer 2000, 2020, yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. but it, so was his really, was really blowing up, yeah.
3: He literally, it's literally, it's it, he's It's a sample, he's a sample artist where he just takes pieces of all these different songs and genres and mashes it up and makes it into a new song. Yep. Like, my early mm-hmm. episodes, I used to use his mashup. He did, um, uh, Notorious VIG's, um, which one was it? Um, what's uh, I let my tape rock till my tape Trump, it's been on what's oh, the Yeah, from, Juicy. Yeah. Way back. Yeah, I want to do the whole thing for you all. Mm-hmm. That with, he has a mashup with that. With, know, I'm not sure I remember that oh, I, I, <laughs> There's a certain area of hip-hop I could probably do with like, the back of my hand. And, <laughs> and, and Biggie, that Ready to Die is up in there and Life After Death are albums that are on that list. Mm-hmm. But He mashes that up with Elin John's Tiny Dancer and it, it, to this day, the hairs in my arms stayed up every time I hear it.
4: I so it's like Biggie
3: it. like rapping like, I let my tape rock, and then you just hear, Hold you know I won't <laughs> actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who was some local...
1: Podcasts that you would love to like oh have God. on your show?
3: There's so many of them. I would love to. All, well, a everyone. Uh, like, <laughs> okay. God, there's so many. We've been trying to do. Yeah, like Bartholomew Town. We've we've been trying to do something. Oh, the folks at Old Roommates. Uh, well, I guess fun bearable, but they've been on a ton before they were fun bearable. <laughs> Victor, I know I've yeah. invited you on a couple times, and then I think I've quit twice in the between. But <laughs> the Victor. <laughs> Uh, God, God, who else is it? There's so, God, there's so many good ones. Oh, you know what? i I'm friendly with, um, the host of Weird Island, which is really good. And we always keep trying to set something up. Uh, have you ever read those books like Weird New Jersey, Weird New England, where they just go to all the weird stuff, like haunted and like kind of odd stuff. They do a podcast about that, about Rhode Island. So they go to all like the, like
2: the city okay, hall. I just started listening to that one. That's yeah. Cool. That fun. Um, she I, talks about like, um, Sarah? I listened to one recently about, um, the, People who run the Wrights Dairy Farm. There was like a kidnapping plot. Like their their children were kidnapped. And what? Like, yeah, and it was like a whole. Right. Just, it's just a wild. You know, every, everyone was fine. Like they, yeah. the kids, like, got, the kids got away. Um, the people were arrested. Like it was just the uh, apparently some people just figured they run a notable business, so they must have money. So they were just like trying to. Scam some money out of them by kidnapping their kids, and I mean, and they were only away for like a day, so it was, <sighs> I mean, yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never, you would hate to imagine being in that scenario, but everything, you know, there was no, there was no uh, more horrible details added on. But oh yeah. just like the people from Wright's Dairy Farm had their kids kidnapped. That's bananas. I'd never even heard. I never that. knew that. Me neither. I just discovered.
1: Um, I just discovered this TikToker who just like who like learns about like several like murders that had happened like around the state and there was one literally What what
3: show is this? It's
1: a t- it's a it's a TikToker. Um There's a Like there I'm, was one Okay, um if you remember on in South Providence the Federated uh, Lithographer's building on Prairie Avenue Oh okay yeah yeah. Well kind of there's like out. a health center now it's mm-hmm. like a health center now with the Walgreens stuck in
3: the middle of it. Yeah like that you I, I used to work out of there.
1: Well they when they were building like the health center and stuff, they actually found a dead body that was in there from like the eighties. Oh my god. Jesus. And the
3: murder's still like unsolved. Wow. Well, I worked at Butler, which was supposedly haunted. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, I saw stuff. But I don't believe in ghosts because I'm too afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know who else I got a shot, though, is uh, Marion Blake Media because Blake's my boss. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, I, I guess he should come on my show. Yeah, Blake. And I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Shout out Marion Blake. God, there's, I, I know there's a whole ton of missing right now, too. I'm like, oh. Yeah, there's so many great podcasts coming out of our state. I, and that's it. i said, I feel like a lot of
1: us, you collect. like I always wanted to put together like a 401 pod fest, but yeah. I mean, not just limited to podcasters, but like other content creators where it's like we can just all get together yeah. and just network yeah, and, and just yeah. form
3: collaborations. Oh, Hey Rody Do you listen to Hey Rody at all? I've heard of it. Yeah. I've heard that title. Before I, I, I love mean. Sasha and Nick. They're awesome. They're, you know, through the Providence Media, it's like they're the Providence Monthly's podcast arm uh oh you guys should, you should hit them up they'll have you they they probably have you on okay because yeah. i
1: also want to get on to um we talked about this on oh yeah, yeah motif uh yeah. magazine they just did a spread on um, one of my old barbers and
3: uh, oh no way yeah and then, i love um, motif
1: yeah and they just had like so i think many they brands. have a
3: podcast too do they really i think they do or they did you get to the point though like you know by the time you learn like sometimes know a lot of them end Mm -hmm. so like you try to I want to rack my brain I'm like does that one still exist I don't want to plug them if they're not around anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah motif
0: is great wow yeah and uh yeah I know we're we're, uh just for just for just keeping being mindful of time uh we we could could wrap things up with like a fun this or that oh Um, go ahead love these Yeah, so like, I'll I'll give you I'll give you all uh, two choices sometimes I mean, three and, and you have I to need
1: two more movies and shows yep. because-
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you and you have to pick one. Um, there can be no fence sitting. Oh, you know, man. you have to be decisive, oh. and firm. In don't, look this, don't look at this. Don't look at this direction. <okay. laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll we'll start with some fun basics and then uh, try to up the ante. So like uh, first basic one, uh, Marvel
2: or DC. Marvel, of course. Brand.
0: Marvel. Yep.
2: Um uh, Marvel, I guess. DC. Marvel, I okay. Uh, DC's good too, but I, I guess if but if I you know this or that you said I had to be decisive. So yeah, nah. if I if I had to choose. Actually, you know what? <laughs> DC. I take it back. Okay. DC's got better villains. Yep, thank you. Yes, you do.
3: Can I derail you for a second though? What do you think about all the James Gunn stuff taking a oh, James Gunn and then what's the other guy taking over for the DC EU? So,
0: um
2: I'm cautiously optimistic. That's um, yeah. Yeah, I know those movies have been pretty lousy up to this point. So. Yeah, but
3: yeah, they have been. So I was like, eh, but then he, I really like Suicide Squad, and I loved Peacemaker more than I thought Wait, I would. Which Suicide Squad? The one that James Gunn did? Okay, yeah. the good one.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I didn't see the other one. I saw half. Sorry, Rose John. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. I'm. I'm actually now like excited for it.
2: Mm. But I just I go back to um to uh, Jack Carbierra like. D- Marvel's good, but DC New Gods is just, that's that's as good as comic books can, I think.
0: Okay, indeed. Speaking of uh, comic book authors, uh, Alan Moore or Neil Gaiman? Neil Gaiman. Alan, Alan Moore. Hmm. I guess Gaiman, because
3: I, I I don't Gotta make recognize Gaiman. the other name. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Uh, he did like watch.
3: Oh god, I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I, mean, he didn't, he didn't, I know he, he didn't make he, the movie. Actually, he aggressively
2: disowns all movies made that that I, all I of that. I I do, yeah. Stuff. So yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. This is a tough one for me. Like before, I, I'd probably say Alan Moore with with no no issue, but um, I'll go with I'll go with Neil Gaiman here because I love the Sandman.
3: Did you the the series too? Uh,
0: I've, yeah. I've I've watched only the first couple episodes. Yeah, of Netflix. I know that's a,
3: I've heard of the I know that's like a very popular comic in the community. Yeah. But
2: for many good things. Mm.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, the Last of Us Part 1 or Part 2?
2: Mm. Part 1. Never played, the, never played Part 2 for the reason we were talking about. Mm. I felt like it was such a complete story. I was totally satisfied and did not need any more.
0: And that's the good perspective to have, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> First mm-hmm.
2: of all, uh,
1: I, would t- I would choose Part 1 over Part 2. Part 2 is good. Part 2 is very good. We didn't need it. But it's cool. It's cool that we got it. But I thought it was a very good game. Long, but very good.
0: It's it's dour. That's, it's a very depressing. It's game. it's more dour than The Last of Us Part One, if it's that if it's to be believed. And it's and it's very divisive
2: um yeah i know there was all that drama about the fact that like there's a sh- strong there's a woman who has muscles in it and we're very concerned about that <laughs> oh yeah like all, like all that's very it's very worrying for all of us oh yeah all
0: all the insecure incels you know they they yeah. had their heads in a tizzy but like yeah there were some odd storytelling choices i that didn't work for me like you know if you're telling a story about like you know the futility the you know revenge and all this and then You're murdering literally hundreds of people. And it's like, what are you doing, Neil Druckmann? It's like, if you're going to tell this kind of story that revenge is bad, I guess video games is not the best (laughs)
2: medium. Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) The thing that makes Last of Us work is the fact that, like, a lot of it, I mean, obviously it's about this kind of survival experience, but also, like, it's about these cycles of violence. Mm -hmm. And the thing that makes it work is the fact that Joel is objectively the villain of that story. Mm -hmm. He, like like he goes after other people who are like varying from like murderously desperate to outright evil and like those are kind of the people that he interacts with but he is the villain of that story
4: hmm.
2: yeah. and like he is he is given this like big opportunity for character growth and he aggressively rejects that 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 choice and says no i'm I am choosing, like, I am deliberately choosing to be the same kind of bad person I have been for my entire life. Mm. And that's really interesting and really satisfying. And I just, I don't need, don't need any more of that story. I don't need to know what happens next. Mm. It's like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) You told me your story. Like, thank you. Yep.
0: That's. That's the right. That's the right way to look at it. Yeah. It makes um, the world. That I like world how you preface
1: darker, it. Darker place. That world just gets darker.
2: Yeah. I struggle. I think mm-hmm. I struggle watching, and I think a lot of, and I think most writers struggle writing like good kind of zombie apocalyptic fiction. Anyway,
4: hmm. I've got
2: this like really big problem with um, with stories like The Walking Dead, where I thought it was fantastic for like a season, but then as time goes on. They're, like, it gets so bleak that I kind of start shutting off. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember I was trying to watch, I, I I tried to, like, catch up and watch an episode of The Walking Dead and, like, somebody tries to, like, sexually assault the main character and his kid. And, like, the whole thing of of zombie, that kind of apocalyptic fiction, mm-hmm. is it's supposed to be, like, it's, it's trying to hold a mirror up and say, like, this is what people are really like if the chips were down and there were no cops and there was no society then this is what people would really be like and it's like hey a world that's full of hungry monsters that want to eat you and there's no law and like unless there are people like there with you who are armed enforcing the law like where you are Mm -hmm. there is no law and any horrible thing could happen to you by from somebody else and like people are always trying to take what's yours and they could just sweep in and take your stuff at any minute. You know what else that des- that describes the zombie apocalypse? You know what else it describes? All of human history. <laughs> <laughs> up, until, up until like the last 50 years of maybe less.
0: But 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 Nate who are the real zombies? zombies. <laughs> you, know, you know,
2: the thing that I like the most about your question is that it's really deep. It's really deep, and I think it really says a lot. <laughs> you know, I think the real zombies are the friends we made along the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Cannibal Holocaust? No. Damn it! Please don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know that it's got uh, it's got actual animal deaths in it. Yeah. I don't want to see that Oh, fun. Which... It doesn't make me feel good.
0: Yeah, I lost a bet, so I had to. I, I had to watch it, but all the animal death scenes, I just blocked. I just blocked my. View. You know, I, 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 I
1: sat through board. it all. I just cringe watched one scene.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like you're really underselling your experience of Cannibal Holocaust. Not that's
1: literally what it was.
4: Uh, yeah, and, that and, really <laughs> what it and, was. But.
0: But what pisses me off about Cannibal Holocaust, just a quick aside, was the end, the last line, yeah. where where the guy he after after all that hor- horrific shit that he saw, he has a nerve to he practically he practically turns to the camera and goes, "Who are the real cannibals?" Fuck dun, you, dun, movie. Dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's still you.
2: <laughs> You're the one who made me watch this. <laughs>
3: Y'all watch some wild stuff.
0: Mm this guy <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see uh, let, me, let, me, let me think of another one. speaking of um, speaking of horror uh, let's see two, two horror icons uh, Freddy Krueger or
2: Jason Freddy Krueger not even Freddy. Freddie.
3: <laughs> Freddy yeah. sure I have no opinion on horror sorry uh, John ever, Carpenter uh, or Wes Craven
0: Carpenter really I don't know what did they make um, Carpenter oh are made Halloween. Yeah, I
3: probably didn't see a single one of any of these movies.
0: Oh, The Thing. Uh,
3: yeah. yeah things are, I got sc- terrified of, I got scarred from Bill Cosby's Ghost Dad when I was a kid. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: stand by that. <laughs> that was right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, other other characters. You got, you got any
1: uh, of this or that? Um, or I, I was literally like thinking of one. but Ooh.
0: Um. Hmm. Dang. Yeah. Um,
2: come on. We got this. We got this. Do you remember that Super Mario and Sonic? <laughs> Ooh, Super Mario. Sonic's on like nineties battitude and it's not the nineties no more. If you saw the movie, you know hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't been in a good game since like since like two thousand five. <laughs> Which one was that? Um, oh, no, I'm thinking of Sonic 06. No, uh, oh. best game ever made. Um, no, it's, uh, <laughs> yes, it's like the Sega Genesis era. Mm, I'm sure yeah. there's been a couple, but like. Oh. Eh.
3: Well, I think this uh, well, Nintendo their... owns Sega now. Yeah. yeah, I think it's in something I do some Mario Sonic sports games that my nephew has that but I want to play. We went to
2: the Olympics together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, 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 I remember that I one.
3: I want right? to try it, and every time I go over there, he wants to do something else, and I don't get to play it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh... Mario, all the way. Let's see, PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch.
2: I mean, current gen, I think. I think you gotta go Switch. Switch yeah. more stuff on it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Although, I mean, PlayStation, I think, is a close second. Yep.
1: Play, yeah. I, I gotta go. Play. I'm. I got loyal to the PlayStation. So.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. I only played like two games. Like My PS4 broke, but the only thing uh, I really uh, ever used it for was like uh S- Spider-Man and Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see what else, um, Red Dead Redemption or God of War.
2: I think, I think God of War, Yeah, God of I War. tried to play, I tried, I tried to play Red Dead and a bit controversial. I know too slow paced for me. Me like, too. They, like the yeah, way, that makes sense. I, I, is, kinda, yeah. I was like, ha- you know, the, I was having fun with, with like the gunplay and roaming around and just doing explore, like very, very pretty nature sets and all that, mm-hmm. but then it's like, I caught an animal and i put it on my horse and i got on the horse and the animations for all of them just took my entire life yeah <laughs> and, I just, and i was like I, I i just i'm a grown man i have a job i can't i can't spend like i can't spend all of my gaming time watching a guy hoist a deer onto a horse you know
0: yeah that is true like even like when you when you're looting enemies like you're just, you just
2: like pawing around at them for for a little while yeah like, just I know it's not realistic, but just give me that stupid video game thing where the guy just does like a scoop and then you yeah. and then you have their whole inventory. I yeah, like that. Pretty
0: much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two, like it's it's a great story, and I fin- I only played it once, and I think I'm not going to go back to it again because it feels like work.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I only tried Red Dead. I didn't like it, and I never played God of War. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have a lot of, ah, I, of I know.
0: And uh, let's see. Wrapping up last, uh, last this or that. Batman or Spider-Man. Oh, that's good.
4: Mm.
3: Do you
2: know how I got these cars, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. On the strength of Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Oh, I've heard of it. Pretty much exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Because... Yeah. You know the best. <laughs> we all know that the best Batman movie is is Dark Knight Returns, but like, I, I don't think it holds up that well. Aaron Eckhart's mm-hmm. performance is not great, and I the ef- and the effects on him not great. Really, I disagree. I thought I thought I'm they... going on this one. Carl, I'm walking away like whoa. <laughs> no, I, oh, that, I mean he, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> and also, Christian Bale's performance is like it's a little tough to keep watching. What do you mean? <laughs> well, my thing is with him, his voice is so obviously getting tired by the end of the movie <laughs> that I can't, that I can't, but like, I really feel like, I know obviously movies are not filmed in chronological order of scenes, but like, mm. it really feels like those are the mm. last shots and he's been on set all day. Like when he's talking to, to, uh, to Aaron Eckhart as Two-Face at the end, he's just like, why don't you pour your guns so the people? responsible well <laughs> it's like you he, he just, are so exhausted <laughs> you just want the joker though i know but ben Affleck had it right with the yeah. whole Billy's change thing. yeah he, yeah
3: yeah i thought so
2: with that when that like yeah. it's worth watching the movie for for heath ledger but and like, it's fine it's a fine movie it's it's still good but i'm just like i don't it's not one of those movies i'm gonna like, keep coming back to it's mm. like i'm kind of i enjoyed it batman
1: begins or the batman
2: Saw the
3: Batman. Mm. Is that animated?
2: Can't make it. Oh, idea. the Batman. I can't make Robert. an With I can't make an Oh,
3: decided. oh. Um. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, the Batman was. Excellent. Though the Batman did feel like two separate movies. Did it? Is that, that Robert Pattinson one. Yeah. Yeah, like I, uh, like it felt like the movie ended and then they added that whole water flood scene for some reason. Hmm. But I did. I liked it a lot. Uh, but I think I like Batman Begins better.
0: Yeah, I'll go with Batman Begins. Yeah.
3: But I think to answer your I, 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 I think. Spider-Man overall because I just connect with that character because he's like a young kid from Queens and like he's a kid and he like you know he's not a billionaire he's not like a millionaire or anything like you know like I'm not I was never born into a Bruce Wayne family, but it was very likely that I could have been born into like the Aunt May world or something like that. I've always felt more connected to Spider-Man I'm mean, not like the super genius part, but uh, yeah. at least like, well, that's possible. Like, That's more likely, you know, I, Batman is just kind of a rich vigilante at, you know, if he was in real life He's today. a mentally
2: ill rich man who beats up poor people. <laughs> yeah.
3: Some of them deserve it. But, but, I mean, yeah. ba-
0: Batman, I mean, g- give him credit, he doesn't kill, he'll, he'll, he'll cripple you. Yeah. But, and then the, then the, you know, health insurance will probably put well, you Well, I'll kill real. you. They will. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. at least he won't do it. Yeah. And I,
3: I do like Batman. I just superhero insurance. <laughs> There's gotta be. I do like, like Batman. It's like, you know, Batman animated series is incredible. And like some of the video games and stuff are really great. Yep, series, and even yeah. like, I even like the Tim Burton one, the early old Batmans. Like that's of my early childhood memories of seeing that first one with uh, uh Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. Yep. Mm-hmm dancing a
2: prince. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Black and
3: white, red and green. Party
0: man and trust. Yeah.
3: I do like I like the Dark Knight a lot. The second what was the one after that with Bane? That one was pretty good but a little too long.
0: That was in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. The, uh, okay. Rises. I thought you talk about yeah. uh, Batman. Batman. Batman and Robin. Robin. Oh, that's oh, the n- the nipples uh, one. Rest, yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: rest yeah. in peace, Jeep Swenson. Is, <laughs> is Jim Carrey in that one or is he in the other one? Batman oh. Forever. Yeah. yeah, that's the weird one with the nipples, right? No, no Bat a, Nipples was Batman and Robin. Okay. Why you so many Bat Nipples? And Joel
0: Schumacher. Yeah.
3: It was... He died? Yeah. He did?
0: Yeah, a few few years ago.
3: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah.
3: Oh. Well, that's kind of sad. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that was awful. No, yeah, that just went on a soap. Kind of yeah. But I'm excited for the Spider Verse, the, yeah, the the new one to come out. We have an RIP Joel Schumacher card. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited
3: to see what they're going to do with the new Spider Verse with the, uh, was it Spider Verse 2049? Oh. 2099. Yeah, that's going to be insane. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. That looks amazing. I cannot wait for that. Oh, yeah. June can't come soon enough. I know. Right. I think, I think I'm going to. uh you guys
1: playing Hobie uh, um, Brown,
3: Spider Punk? Oh. Isn't that. Who is? Uh, John Boyega. Oh. See, Donald Glover signed in to be somebody too? But it wasn't Spider-Man. It was like some really some obscure character. Mm. Yeah. I remember all that going down all that drama went down when they when the internet was gonna cast him to Spider-Man. And that's where a lot of uh, the white people I referred to would be like, There's racism out there?
2: Stop In pol- the comic book industry? What? Oh, Spider-Man's woke. Stop politicizing it's, my character. It's uh,
1: Daniel Kaluuya.
2: <laughs> uh, I know.
3: This is my what? culture. Like, huh? <laughs> Spider-Man? I don't see race as long as it's my own? <laughs> I, do. I, I love Donald Glover. One of my biggest life regrets is not going to see him when he came through Providence on the I Am Donald tour and, like, before child, it was like right when he started Childish Gambino. Before it was big, he was he did like a, a mixture of like stand up mm-hmm. and music. And I forgot why I wasn't living here yet, but I, for whatever reason I couldn't get to. I think I missed it. I'm still mad because yeah. I had friends who went to it and like they just hung out with On Lover and smoked weed all night. I was like, <laughs> we would have been best friends. No big deal. <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah, as we're uh, as we're wrapping up, I, it's 10:02 two, oh, so oh, uh, oh, yeah. So yeah, like you know, time flies when we're having fun, but oh, yeah, uh but yeah, right. Nate, Chris, um very very happy to have you guys. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Um anything that you'd like to uh plug or let the people know what you, what you got going on? As you wrap up. Yeah.
2: Um, thank you so much for having us. Um, yeah, I think the only thing we've really got to plug is the new direction we're taking uh, Let's Chat in. Yeah. Let's and, of course, let's, our consulting service. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: The Let's Chat media is where we're growing and looking to do more. But, um, yeah, uh, we're um, I'm, I'm on all the things at Let's Chat Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook group. I'll be definitely more more stuff with that but yeah we're we're really excited to like kind of work with uh we're really start we're trying to start hyper local at the first because it's most really fun but we're open to everything but yeah really looking uh to sit down with creatives and kind of exact give uh i would say we're giving you the blueprints to be like here's how to do the thing because you've like you guys perfect example like you know we're we're really excited to be working with you and like you've done all the things you put in the time you've done it all and there's just there's just certain steps that seem easy. Well, they're they're not easy and uh, we're really excited about that. And also the Fairy should be coming out in the next few months. For that's the work their title with the Little Fire. Edge, I'm really really excited about that. God, and um yeah, those are like my two big big plugs things at the moment. And I guess we gotta get a website together and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's it. A- <clears throat> and yeah, and then we've been talking about it, and we were talking with Carl. And we keep your eyes. We will. We are going to actually do this, but we're going to do some sort of like podcast meetup coming up, and whether it's a, a festival or either just the, the the idea I have kicking around in my head is a podcast pizza party, and we just have like a meetup at like Pizza J or something. Oh, that's So sweet. one of the reasons I would love having a co-host because when it's me, I, I'm very ADHD, so I get really great ideas, and I get I run really fast towards them, and then I fall off halfway, and they never happen. Mm-hmm. So I have an accountability to be like, that's stupid. Let's not do that, and let's do that. <laughs> Which has happened a few times, and that which is, that's what you need sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, no, th- thank you guys so much for everything you've done. Both well, a for me personally, but more importantly for like the larger Rhode Island community, and and it's it's awesome. I, oh, I it, it just I, it's just so nice when you get to see people you like succeed.
0: Oh, I, uh, absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, who nice do we hate?
3: Can we, should we uh,
2: hang yeah, off yeah. that? There, are there any <laughs> like reverse plugs we can do? Yeah, who <laughs> do <we laughs> check out uh... Uh,
3: Ben Shapiro, Facts <laughs> <laughs> News? Any you know any? Uh, yeah. Right-wing conservative, unless you guys,
0: you completely nope, like. No, it's, it's not. It. not right. Right. They, oh, they, it yeah, definitely fuck them. No, nope. yeah. you guys have been Crowder heads. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> um. uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, th- yeah, yeah. Once again, thank you for for being on the show, and uh, you can catch codex prime podcast uh tuesday nights uh 8 p.m ish eastern on uh facebook live uh all of our episodes are uploaded on soundcloud and uh, which we can you can also find us on all podcasting platforms like spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher apple podcasts just google us and you can find our show anywhere you Sorry.
3: on deezer huh? you on deezer
0: Probably. I mean, possibly. Yeah.
3: No one knows what it is, but it's on your lips, and You're like, what is it? Do you ever do that when <laughs> you're, you're like, go about to
2: do a
0: Nuts? Yeah.
3: No. <laughs> I just, I, whenever I go, when I'm setting up people's Lipsyns accounts or even my own, I like, I look at, you know, you go through all the certain feeds, you have to add all the links and they're like, I've never heard of like a third of these platforms. I know. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever been like, yo, I love your podcast. Let's do a review on Deezer. I yeah. Like, I
0: don't know what That's that annoying. is.
3: That's a new one. I think it's been there forever. I don't think I've ever went to their site. There's a ton of weird platforms. Have to Google them oh, and then yeah. see if we're on it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably though. Yeah, uh, I use GoodPods. That's my favorite app. But like, there's a lot of weird feed sites. Nice. I just that's so funny. I love looking. Does Tidal have podcast? I think Tidal got rid of podcast. Oh. Pandora has them
0: on there. Oh, okay.
3: Surprisingly annoying to upload it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, and, and we're also on uh, social media. We're on, um, we're on uh, Twitter. Uh, at Codex Primecast, gotta say because you know, of course, yeah. And then um, Instagram at Codex Primecast because Prime you're a big Podcast. Elon
2: fan, yeah, <laughs> huge fan. How Elon much for
3: time do you think that Twitter's got left
0: in it? I-, I will say, like by the end of 2023, I'll be very surprised if we if Twitter's still in existence by the end of the year. Yeah, I think
2: there's going to be something called Twitter. This won't be. I good. think it's going to be Would some. It- yeah. It's gonna be in new hands or Well they're
3: about to default completely. on their first on their yeah, payment. Like nice. some
2: it's not gonna look the same as it does now, but or mm. you know, it will look the same, but it won't be the same thing. But I found the I, website, I just yeah, don't know. I don't think yeah, no, one knows. It, it doesn't it. seem possible. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. But uh but yeah. Um yeah, we'll wrap it up here. Uh check us out. Uh check out a uh, live chat with Chris Revel. Um it's every. It's everywhere um, yeah. Google it you'll find the show um, at some point Chris I will be on your show yes as well. we're definitely
4: we're,
3: doing
0: this yep we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll Nate, make something you're, happen. you're our
3: accountability <laughs> buddy on this yep.
0: I'll do that <laughs> and uh, as always uh, thank y'all for watching and listening as always we will catch you on the flip peace out nerds
2: later